0: I uh, I just finished having <clears throat> lunch, which was a little bit of leftover fajitas. Fajitas, I think they say in, um, in um, yeah. Me- Mexico. Yeah, that's the proper pronunciation, I believe. Yeah, and um, and I'm treating myself. I mean, honestly, this probably explains why I'm having some gut problems. But I bought yeah. some, I bought some donuts yesterday, and I was mm. like, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself to one of these during the during the episode. Make sure I'm extra sweet on the
1: air today. Oh yeah, hell yeah, dude. I thought you were about to say I thought you about to say during the fajitas. Like you just took a break in the fajitas and ate the donut.
0: Oh no, no, no. I actually I actually instead of a, a tortilla, I just used a donut though. <laughs> yeah. Um because I'm American. You've seen the donut burgers before. Yeah, that's a that's exactly what I'm referencing. That hell shit. Yeah. it. Dude, it's just I mean, I don't know, maybe it's good. You know it. it's but it's just kind of one of those things where it's like dude like you don't it's like epic mealtime stuff where it's just like you don't <laughs> yeah. need to make every idea you come up with you know yeah, food isn't like a, food isn't twitter
1: yeah oh dude i feel like that's what all that that's like the only medium that that's actually enjoyed in it's just like online or in twitter like it's kind of like the pus burger you were talking about um on the bonus it's like just crazy shit that kind of maybe looks cool or is like a good idea conceptually, but you don't actually even want to eat it. Cause it's like the donut burger that's way too sticky, way too sweet. That's just like a heart attack meal. And you don't really want that, but it looks really cool probably on like a photo and you see it on a menu. You're like, Whoa, you're intrigued by it. Same thing with the Puss burger.
0: Dude. It's yeah, it's mostly, it's mostly the type of shit where it's like people, um, I think businesses just promote themselves with that stuff, but no one actually fucking orders it. You know, it's, it's it's like, have you ever been to one of those restaurants where they're like, we have the biggest nachos fucking this side of the Mason Dixon or something. And, and it'll, it'll literally be like on the menu. It'll be like as seen on this television show. And like just all the shit, it's like half a book written on the fucking menu. And it's like, oh, okay. Like people don't order this, you know, like, This isn't meant to be ordered. This is just Mm self-promotion.
1: This is just lore, restaurant lore.
0: Yeah, exactly. Dude,
1: all the real lore heads know. (laughs) Okay, one time I ate a 72-ounce steak as like a part of a competition, like food lore thing at a restaurant.
0: Dude, that gave you all of your health problems. Probably.
1: fuck <laughs> I was like it was free if you ate it it was 72 ounce steak it was a t-bone and I was like did I don't you know, eat it all? yeah I was like 14 years old and I was like I'm gonna do it and my parents were like what and then I was like yeah and once I got maybe a quarter of the way into it I was like I don't really want to do it anymore <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to pay for it if, if you didn't finish it and so it, but you get it for free if you did so I was like fuck and it was yep. expensive
0: your parents are like, no, boy, you're finishing that fucking <laughs> steak. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: then I keep it or fucking clear your plate.
0: I'm like, okay. <laughs> Dumb sons of bitches.
1: Yeah, it worked though. It was good. I mean, I was not well after that. I was having meat sweats and a couple of bathroom episodes. Like I believe like you were talking about, but yeah, it's a good memory.
0: Yeah, it can be tough, man. It's tough out here for us uh, irresponsible eaters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, dude, when you're a kid, you just want to try that kind of shit. It's exciting. You're like, maybe I'll end up on Man vs. Food or something, you know?
0: Oh, absolutely. Dude, I guess that guy is, like, still doing it on, like, YouTube now. Oh, really? Um, Well, so they, like, replaced him um, with, like, a guy with, like, fucking a handlebar mustache or something. Oh, no. And, yeah, it's, like, definitely a darker vibe than, like, the, the, like east coast guy basically yeah. um and I, I feel like east coast has like a has like a solid fat guy vibe definitely. you know definitely
1: yeah I um, like a northeastern fat guy bald maybe sometimes that's a good touch yeah like just just italian stock right
0: <laughs> yeah um i i think that i think that midwest can have some likable fat guys mhm do you get out into california with a fat guy that's some dark
1: energy oh uh, they're in the basement dude yeah. And always
0: honestly, <laughs> and like fat cowboys. I don't know about that. You know, I
1: don't know. Um, but fat Southern people, dude, fat, good old boys. Yeah. That's the type of person, a pudge dude. Fuck. Yeah. Pudge some hush puppies. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, no, he, yeah, he's still doing it though, which honestly, like, I don't, it's not really a very strong income is it like to to need to just be destroying it. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like man versus food and football players and people that work in like the trades yeah it's just yeah. like yeah i mean you're making good money
1: but like at what cost you know but i mean dude man versus food that's his passion it's just shoving his face with food unlimited food
0: yeah no you got to do
1: what you love 100% Speaking of doing what you love, you got a wedding coming up. I do. I do
0: <laughs> doing what you love. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that phrase. Well, yeah. Um, I
1: mean, you don't have to dig into it too much, man. I I'll I'll just kind of. How dare I just you? heard "love" and I was like, "Oh, love and wedding." And then once I said it, I was like, "Okay, maybe there's implications in that statement that I don't, I don't want to put across." Love is in the air. <laughs> Here, let's start up the episode before we get into it all. These people
2: are him. sick. This is obviously a very, very sick individual. These people are the sickest of them all. Yeah. These people are—they <laughs> are sick. And you better get used to hearing it. These people are sick.
0: I need to, to update listen. it. Listening to that. Well, also, like, the volume levels on it are just horrible, too, but, like, <laughs> listening to that, like, my, the way my dad watches TV, where you're just, like, you're just commenting as if it's, yeah. like, a live broadcast, like, they're sick, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: you're like, like, hell yeah, tell, tell him yeah,
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, Donnie
1: um well i boost the volume in post just so you know i put a base booster on it and i cranked the gain up super high well and... we all
0: know how well that's been going for
1: <laughs> hey i think i've been getting the hang of it recently no, i'm
0: sorry you're doing a great job you're doing a great job i um, didn't know
1: how to work the programs at first you know
0: yeah yeah well hold on i ate that donut a lot faster than i thought I <laughs>
1: holy shit I can hear the process of you like trying to get it down. Now you're like, "That's too big of a bite."
0: It was too big. Not sure she's bad, but
1: shit, shit, dog. Now you're making sexual innuendos on the air. I know, shit. I know. We're going off off the rails here. If you ever fucking talk about my wife like that,
0: <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's coming up, dude. We're about a month out. About a month out. Um, actually, I guess yeah, about a month out. Um yeah, we're close. Honestly, man, uh, I'm stoked for it. I'm stoked for it. I'm stoked for it to be over a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, because like well, I mean, the topic isn't really gonna be just me talking about my wedding, though I'm down to talk about it. It's just it it does occur to me just now that it's like we're gonna have several weeks before it happens, anyways. Yeah. And so like we're gonna, you know. It's so gonna come wanna, up. Exactly, exactly, right? So I don't want to talk too much just about that. But, of course not. Dude, it's yeah, that... really fast. As a quick side note, I like have my like Windows calendar opened up, and it has like a like a second counter. Mm-hmm. And like, I swear to God, the seconds are just going by too fast. You think time's sped up a little bit recently, or just that calendar is off? I don't fucking know, man. I mean, it's an accurate. It's three o three my time right now. Yeah, me too. I mean, not my time. It's five
1: o three here, but
0: but yeah, checks. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the Feds are probably gonna uh, put turn back the time clock a little bit, <laughs> that, but
1: slow it down a little bit. Back, you know, we need yeah, to take about, it at a slower pace. Well, man,
0: I don't want this month to go by too quickly. You know,
1: <laughs> um, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'm I'm stoked on it, man. I'm, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, all the positive stuff. You know, I, I found a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, that's a whole other. Okay, for me, like marriage and all of that is like a very spiritual thing. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just for, what it is. Yeah. Just, that's not a super, that's a pretty common take. Yeah. It's um, not just for you, <laughs> but, but I mean, but I mean like it, it does honestly kind of feel like in the secular world that, that is kind of a, a rare, rare. a little bit. And, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and, and honestly, even like just people that are kind of just playing along to the sheet music in organized religion, like, I don't know. You still get boomers that like fucking get divorced a thousand times and just seem to not really give a shit. It's just kind of what you do. Um, That's a but, big
1: boomer thing. Multiple divorces.
0: Oh, dude. I like my parents got divorced and I like really have kind of come around to being like pretty, pretty strongly anti-divorce.
1: Like, yeah, I, I think we talked about it a little bit on an episode previously. It, it's it's not. It's just I think it's kind
0: of like, you know, those stats they have about abortion where it's like 90 percent of women or something like that, like are like, yeah, I mean, I just like no particular reason why I'm getting this. I'm just basically getting it right. And then like it's like less than one percent of women are getting it because like rape or incest. It's like it's like a it's like an insanely small scope of people. Mm-hmm. Um i like kind of feel that way about it, it, it well let me fully set up my point here um and despite that being just this tiny 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 portion of people um like that exception is just is it's the exception that proves the rule always i mean that's that's how so much shit is these days yeah, but backwards. like works. It, it it you know the whole rule has to be around this these fucking 3 people a year that this happens to right um and that's kind of how i feel about divorce when it comes to like actual deal breakers like
1: yeah. this is somebody
0: who makes me feel like i'm physically unsafe or cuz cuz okay cuz here i'll do the thing right okay i like really strongly oppose uh divorce i like think that if you're with someone who's like physically violent you need to get away from them and i think it's okay there right yeah i think the i think the in the overall scope of things percentage wise that's such a small portion of the divorces right yeah that and and again even like i mean the the catholic the catholic fucking church acknowledges this basically they still don't accept uh divorce but 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 annulment right you know the, the the idea that that um, that at the time of you know your vows and everything, um, y- you can basically just prove that was void, right? Um, the person didn't mean it at the time. Well, I mean, if it doesn't take you very long to just immediately just start beating your fucking wife, like you probably didn't mean those things you were saying. Yeah, probably. Right? Boom, annulled. Right? Okay. It's it's divorce is immoral and it and it destroys communities. Um, I just realized I don't really even know how I arrived at this point, but um... well, I think we were just
1: talking about marriage in general, and I think that like I think you're right that I think divorce is pretty much like an epidemic, like it's a problem, like a social pathology that's going on. Um, and I think that people are getting divorced, like you said, for like not deal breakers a lot. I think it's just kind of a misconception of like what marriage actually is and I think that goes into yep. what we were talking about with the spiritual view being a rare take on it like well, okay. Just view it as like like a some sort of like contract with a clause you can just back out on any time like it's an apartment you're leasing or something.
0: Ex- exactly, right? And so and so there and there's the thing, right? Part of it in my mind comes down to identity. Okay. Um I think that divorce is frequently just a really really narcissistic thing. Yeah, definitely. And people not understanding like this whole thing of just like, well, I can't live like this. I can't, you know, this person's like this and I'm like this and I just can't deal with that. And it's like, you need to understand like going into a relationship like this, like you're going to change each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, there's like, I mean, I've, I've been with my fiance for like five years already. Right. So, I mean, it, it, a lot of this stuff has already happened. Right. Like, I'm not a version of myself that's just purely me i'm like a version of myself that has been like largely informed and steered in particular direction because of her right right? and and that's what's going to happen to you when you like pair off with somebody for the rest of your life and Mm -hmm. so just this stuff of like oh my gosh like this person is you know a little too naggy in this way or like you know fucking whatever things people come up with i know yeah um It's, it's narcissistic. And, and like, and I think that just kind of like a little bit of looking at marriage of, of being like, you know, slav the individual kind of dies after this. And that's not, obviously that's not completely true. And I think it's important to like, like keep a bit of your individuality. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I think, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, my life isn't really about me right. past this point. Like mm-hmm. I'll like, I'll have, I'll have a wife and I'll have kids. And honestly, it's funny. I've been like, I've been kind of like working on my vows and like one of the, and I don't know, I like, I have a hard time writing shit that isn't just like having my head up my ass. And so I don't <laughs> want to write something that's like too overly intellectual sounding course, or something yeah. and just lose everybody. But just kind of this idea of like, of like, oh oh, i think therefore i am Mm -hmm. right versus which is bad Mm -hmm. right hate that shit um and versus like all my homies hate descartes yeah um versus the like i have like i have obligation therefore i am right Mm -hmm. and and how like and how like um you know if you think therefore you are like you know i exist by just kind of like this 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 state in my mind, how I'm feeling right now and my thoughts and like understanding, like those are totally transitory. Those aren't Mm -hmm. permanent. Right. And making your existence, um, kind of externalized is how you become like more real than you, than you currently are. Right. And so, and so, you know, I, I think about like, you know, I can be 90 years old And I'll be kind of senile and I'll have started to lose some of the traits that, that make me seem like who I am. Right. And, and kind of, you know, you know what happened, you know, how kind of when people get old and the volume kind of gets turned down on certain traits (laughs) and they're just, I'm not even, I'm trying to say it as like kind of a sad, but beautiful kind of reality. Yeah. You're just
1: kind of get smoothed in a little bit. Yeah. You just kind of. Exactly. Right. Yeah.
0: Like I if it, i i if, if 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 it's just i think therefore i am it's just that egocentric thing then like i'm just i'm just fading away like someone in fucking back to the future too right mm-hmm. but like i exist because like i'm known by people mm-hmm. right i'm i'm known by like my spouse and by my children and people that are going to like succeed me mm-hmm. right um, and i think that that's like i think that's really important um and i don't know that's just kind of been like all my thoughts and i and i think that i think that probably i i would be willing to say the overwhelming majority of divorces show an indication that people don't understand that yeah and i'll say this as well i'll say this as well um because this i think this was a thing that like pearl was talking about the other day and one of the things that pisses me off about this fucking pearl davis broad is that she's like She's just like a subhuman fucking online. <laughs> I I hate the word grifter cuz it's it's like a normie sure word. But she's just but, so obviously just like a grifter podcast monster. Yeah. And but I think one thing she was saying was just like, you know, widower versus single mother, right? If you're a single if you're a widower then like there's a tragedy there, mm-hmm. right? I think she said this. Could have been someone else but like if you're a single mother, you've just demonstrated to everybody that like the, one of the most important aspect that one of the most important choices in your life, you just like demonstrated a, a poor capacity for, for decision-making. Right. Yeah. And I, th- and I think that there's something to that. Right. And I, and so again, it's like, you know, one thing to keep in mind, and this is a white pill, the divorce rates, people talk about how divorce rates are like 50% or something like that. Um, the important thing to acknowledge there is that those are, it's kind of like infant mortality back in the day. Those are inflated by repeat offenders, right? Mm -hmm. Which is, which is to say most people like big time, most people don't get divorced at all. Right. But there are a certain segment of people that get divorced like five fucking times. Right. Um, and they bring the number up big right, big yeah. big time and so yeah i mean i think that that's i think that you know on on one hand it's like you know narcissism and, and then just kind of on the other like i think that the secularization of marriage people just not understanding the metaphysical quality to it. you're going to go through an mm-hmm. ontological shift mm-hmm. from this right it's going to change the essence of who you are i think that
1: that also demonstrates this shit right Um. yeah I think people I think there's a lot there I think number one I think people like will get married or get into a relationship and then like want who you both are and what that relationship is to like freeze in that moment for all of eternity Mm -hmm. and that's just not really what happens in reality things change you kind of like the relationship itself evolves and then you two kind of in a you know in a feedback loop with that are also going to evolve and change and, and also with each other and so there's this like alchemy that's happening where everyone's kind of you know, changing along with this process. And I think that people are really restless. And so as soon as it's not like immediately, you know, what I thought it was going to be or stuff like that, people start looking for a way out. And I also think that like, we have a really, like yeah, really restless and like ADD kind of culture, especially with like, you know, with the, now with dating apps and stuff like that, the prevalence of an accessibility to just be like, Oh, well I'll just find someone else or, Oh, like, maybe there's someone out there that's like more, you know, financially like fit, like richer or looks better or whatever, you know, that you can just kind of like, if whatever the problem is, you can just be like, oh, maybe I'll find someone that's more that in a positive way of what I'm looking for and just whip out a phone or whatever and swipe immediately. So there's like access to quickly, you know, look for other avenues. And so I think that people are getting into relationships and like, a lot of people are getting married with the wrong conception of kind of what it is, like you're saying. And it's, it it is a secular conception and it's like, just kind of as something that we're doing. It's just like, this is just kind of an agreement, like a business agreement. It's not like there's nothing else below the surface that's going on. There's nothing that's like between us that's happening. That's going to affect our lives and the lives around us. Like they don't view it as like a vocation. That's like, that's what you're giving your life to. It's more kind of like, this is just something that you people do. Um, And I think that that's, not a proper way to view it and I think that yeah there's people are getting divorced for things that like you really just should have counseling for maybe or try to work out with more patience and time and like or maybe go into a priest for counseling whatever it is like I think that people just quickly jump for the easy way out like I was driving home the other day and I saw a billboard on the side of the road and it was just like, be happy again, divorces. And then it was like a lawyer that does divorces and like a phone number. And it was like, call this number. And so like, it's just so, it's so easy to make that step. Now there's no like consequences or anything. So people in this restless, impulsive and compulsive manner, they're just going to be like, Oh, well we're done here. Like after one fight. And I think that's just how people are kind of viewing things now. Cause it's just like, you live in the, like, economy of relationships or something and you can just be like all right well i'll just go back on the market you
0: know yeah no exactly like oh i i didn't i didn't like this product i bought so i'm gonna take it back with the receipt
1: and mm-hmm. it's funny
0: because when you were like be happy again i thought that the billboard was gonna be like for just like don't get divorced <laughs> no. like, like the african husband be happy again <laughs> uh, but, but like be happy smile when i get home <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a whole thing, and, and I think that it's um I think it's a it's a it's a strong it's a little microcosm of of our, of our culture in general mm-hmm. the way people do this, and you know it's another example of like you know, um, you know we, we all probably know at least some boomers who are like you know, kind of kind of based by by modern by contemporary standards and don't like the the dang wokers the dang wokers and i don't even know i never say that word the the, the dang blue-haired liberal you know and you look at the topic we're talking about though and it's a really good example of how like you know those old people got us here right big way and like i don't fucking care that much at the end of the day if you like don't you know if you are a huge MAGA supporter and you don't like that. They're putting fucking porn in front of kids and public schools. I mean, good oppose that, but also like you guys brought us to this point and mm-hmm. you're still running on a lot of the software that like easily morphed into what we're seeing now. And right. like, you're on your fucking fifth wife now. Shut the fuck up. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's that.
1: And... Yeah, I think there are of course legitimate like like you were saying like abuse or whatever. Um, I think infidelity, repeated infidelity, and disregard for that—it's like that. I think is a reason yeah. um, that would be reasonable. I don't know, like in the eyes of what churches or whatever, but I think that for me that's something. I think that infidelity has been pretty um, normalized in our culture too, and so I think that that's another issue of like. I remember in the past, I, I was in the past. I was going to
0: a therapist. And she had said something that I still remember to this day, which was like, she was like a, like a kind of relationship sex therapist. And she mm-hmm. was just, she just happened to be the person I was seeing for recovery, like from mm-hmm. drinking. Um, but she also, I guess kind of specialized in, in that. Don't read into that too much. I'm sure. That I mean, makes sure... sense,
1: dude. There's a lot of that. I feel like.
0: Well, it was funny because in one of the groups I was in, because I would like to group meetings. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of them was some like, some fucking black lady that was like a sex addict and she was mm-hmm. actually really annoying and I like kind of well whatever i whatever i like I kind of don't think that that's it can be a thing but it's not a th- you know how things are a th- can be a thing but also kind of not really you know yeah. it's like I think you can have an addiction to basically anything but right. like it's not
1: really the same as being addicted to drugs it's not like you're I think kind of behaviorally it's the same but maybe not like chemically or like biologically.
0: Yeah, well, not even, I mean, behaviorally, yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's complicated. Um. Anyways, point is, she had said to me, just something of like, you know, like, because, you know, uh affairs happen, you know, infidelity <laughs> does just happen, you know, these are realities. And it's like, right. I like, I like understand what she's saying, like, especially if you're like working with the public in that way. But it's also like. It's also like, it doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I, if I like cheated on my fiance and I'm just like, well, you know, also this just happens, you know, just it's what's like, going to happen today in this no, world? No, <laughs> no. You know, it yeah. doesn't just happen. And, and I don't know. And, and I, I, people probably, a lot of people might not really like hearing this, but you have to acknowledge there's some validity to, to this point, which is like, you know, if you get cheated on by your husband right or your wife right that's a tragedy and it's a terror you've been victimized and it's sad but also you failed in selecting the right person mm-hmm. and you know that's a problem that's a that's that's partially your fault right you know and usually and,
1: there's a whole litany of other issues too which goes along with that fact that it's just like those things are just kind of popping up as cracks in this foundation that wasn't set properly in the first place. Exactly.
0: And that's what, what dating or courtship is for is right. so that you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is another consequence of just not taking the shit seriously enough. Yeah. Anyways, point is, I mean, I guess I'll get back to my fucking wedding. It's like, we're we talking about my wedding and then I'm just talking about divorce constantly. Ooh. Um,
1: <laughs> shit. does isn't bode do
0: well. Oh, fuck. Um, but no, man, like, I'm stoked about it. I think Mm -hmm. that... I think... One thing that I like... This is going to just all sound like hilariously negative stuff. But like... I... Me and my girlfriend argue all the fucking time. Okay? We argue all the fucking time. um, And like, I love it. Right? (laughs) Because she's like really... um, Stubborn. And I'm really stubborn. Stubborn. Mm -hmm. and there was just never going to be a situation where this didn't happen right you know and so i kind of and honestly this is a type this is a type of couple that needs to make a comeback in our wider culture just like old married couple that just argue all the fucking time but just love each other
2: yeah
0: you know um because otherwise you're 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 I, i would i would there's no situation where I was ever going to be with somebody where I just never argue with them. Of course. Um, it was just going to be, you know, like in a past relationship i would had, I'd, all that kind of just gets sublimated and then I like just hate myself or something, mm-hmm.
1: right? And, if you're not arguing, there's a problem.
0: Exactly, right? And, um, and yeah, like we're both a fucking pain in the ass. And that's like, I don't know, that's something I'm kind of stoked about to be honest because it's also just like it's not – Here's the other thing, right? I know of uh, I know of some couples that kind of just have decided to just do the thing where they're like, "Oh, we're just going to be kind of like bug men together." Mm-hmm. Right? This is okay, here's my other thing. If you like don't have any plan of having children and like starting a family, um I I'm not I'm not going to maybe go so far as to say you like shouldn't get married, but like that you're you don't have a marriage built around a matrimony and like that's not really what a marriage is, right? And so and, and again, I I don't maybe I'm saying something that's a little divisive to people, but if if people are getting married just to basically just just be the two of them forever and that's it basically, I like don't totally get that. Um and one of the one of the big ways one of the big points, I guess, in ways that I see this is that like I've I've seen couples that just kind of want to like just hang out together. Mm -hmm. Right. And just like, oh, we're gonna be I mean, you've seen this, right? There's like whole genres. Exactly. There's this whole no, exactly, right? And that's well, you know what that is? That's just nesting without children. That's Mm -hmm. what nesting becomes with birth control. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's, it's like a whole genre of TikTok of just these couples oh, yeah. that like that just have like rows of Funko Pops <laughs> and are just like, well, like have kids and like pursue metaphysical, you know, transcendent meaning in my life and becoming a dynamic person that changes with the seasons of my life. Uh, how about I just go to fucking Disneyland instead and like, yeah. you know, go on. A, I can They're go on
1: girl bossing.
0: Exactly. And like. And. Okay, there's somebody that that we know who had this like really great point, and I think this is kind of beautiful. Um, where they were like, they got married, and they were like, well, you know, should, we should think about having kids, and and the husband was like, and you know, obviously, these are secular people because they didn't know before they got married, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, I don't know, like there was all this stuff I wanted to do, you know, and and we won't be able to do that when we have kids. So give me, give me you know give me 6 months or a year to just see what happens right mm-hmm. to to try those things i want to go on a vacation i want to do all these exciting things right yeah and he gets like a few just a, just a couple months into it right and he's like i have spent my whole fucking life not going on these big adventures right mm-hmm. And I gave myself like a year to go on these adventures and I still haven't. And it's just like, maybe I'm just not someone who's going to go on big adventures. Maybe (laughs) I just want to be a fucking father. And like, which isn't to say that's not an adventure in its own way, but like, but just there's something about the, and this is something we've talked about. It's the Peter Pan syndrome thing, right? Like, 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 you there's a death that you need to go through when choosing something that's static and well defined mm-hmm. and limits your options versus the the really um abstract infinite potential yeah. of no decision and put i mean put yourself to the test like put a time limit on it right 6 months to go on one of these big great adventures that parents can't have and it's like you're not you know that's not gonna you get what I'm saying and I don't know I really I really love that story Um, yeah
1: I think that it's I think there's a couple things to that like I think that number one I think it's a misconception because I think you can still do things with children you can still have great experiences you can still like go on vacations you can still there's things you can still do with children and people still do it all the time Um, but I mean there's um, I understand that that's like you have to stretch to make it happen and of course there's a reality to what he's saying in that sentence but also I think that you know there's something to if he wants to go out and do that set a year or whatever go out and venture i think that like if you know that about yourself then go out and do it like do like a rum spring kind of thing you know because you're going <laughs> to find out that like that's not really what it's all about and then you're going to come back and be like yeah let's have fucking kids and let's do this thing like because yeah that's like you're not going to be really getting like what you're after from doing all these like you can go on however many vacations you want but it's not fulfilling in the same way and yeah. it's kind of like, you're going to have that like <laughs> Chris candles moment to bring it back to the, into the wild where it's like, you know, you're going on this grand adventure or whatever, but then you find yourself and you're like, oh shit, like really the happiness comes from the people I'm like building a life with. Um, and like doing that, like the next step in that is having, you know, children with, with my wife. And so I think that that's, those would be uh, maybe a positive if you want to take that time and go and do that. Um, but then also if it turns out, like you said, and you just don't end up doing anything, it's like, look, you're not going to do that anyhow. Why does it matter if you have kids or not? And if you're someone who really wants to be still active and whatnot, you can be an adventurous family. I know those people. Like they go out and, and like hike 14ers or do whatever as a family with small kids or, you know, they go on like van trips around the country. That's with their usually kids.
0: that's usually a really good trait for a parent to have,
1: for sure, dude. It'll teach your kid about the world and open them up to new experiences at an early age. Make them well rounded.
0: Yep, yep, one hundred percent. And so I'm like, um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I, and you know, this is somebody who I've like really. Um, Develops with a lot mm-hmm. And I think that goes like both ways You know I mean this wasn't even our, does. This wasn't n- even close to what our Plans for the future were when we first started Dating right I mean we weren't really Serious we weren't serious About anything we weren't really even serious about The relationship and this then is Pre-COVID it, well, got that, together. Well exactly mm-hmm. uh, yeah it co- Then we fucking live through a fucking pressure cooker Right and and it's wild <laughs> Cause it cause it's like you cause you cu- What was that
1: accelerator machine essentially you're like whoa whoa, let's get our priorities straight we need to like actually like live a good stable life get settled down
0: (laughs) yeah exactly and that and that's kind of the thing is like you just go through this tunnel and then you come out completely different people that like are 100 These these versions of ourselves have like not lived a day before you know knowing the other basically you know what i mean um and so that's beautiful and i'm you know i'm stoked about that um i don't know i don't want to jizz all over the place too much about my relationship we can get to more uh specific uh yeah well i mean it,
1: i figure i have a couple of great like, questions and or topics we can kind of go off on or, or regards to like the upcoming wedding because like yeah. you know you said your bachelor party is this weekend so this is well and i just i just
0: worry i just worry this isn't interesting you know like you tell me you know i don't I know i think it's so. interesting
1: okay i think cool. it's something that people like are interested to hear about as far as like the inner workings of like you know what's how does it go from like a casual relationship like you said you were in more so in the beginning before covid into like oh this is someone i'm going to spend the rest of my life with like i think that in our modern you know society a lot of people have issues with making commitments or like any type of thing like that and so it's just something that's interesting for people to hear so i think there's a lot to it i we don't have to get too specific about like anything that's too personal or anything like that um but yeah i just wanted to kind of go over a little bit of stuff we talked a little bit about the wedding um but the the only other thing i had about that was just like you so you have more feelings of excitement really than you have like of stress and or like any kind of like um nervousness or anything with like how the day is going to go because i i I know that like the whole planning of a wedding and all that can be a headache and Mm -hmm. i I know you've kind of spoke to how much you've been doing you know just being busy all the time
0: yeah i mean i want to preface it by saying like she's done way more of the work than i have of course, so i can't as it take... should be <laughs> well it's kind of common right yeah um, that's why. yeah for sure but like yeah i mean i just i'm gonna be excited to not have like a deadline hanging over our heads um yeah. we're having kind of i mean you're you're coming mm-hmm. and so you know like we're not having a super hyper formal thing yeah but like it's especially when you like arrive and everything there's like some big moving parts it's kind big of time. a And so it's not, it's not a really formal thing, but it is kind of a big thing. And so, um, that's nice because, um, I think about it like this and it's funny. She's probably gonna listen to this at some point. Um, and so, so, yeah, well, she generally listens to the podcast. So hi. um, (laughs) uh, so, but I say that by saying she's heard this metaphor a thousand times, th- you know, think about like a, 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 a shirt, th- uh, this, that has colors versus just a plain white shirt,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? A colored versus a white, um, no mixing them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> shit. so, you know, one little, one little tiny bit of mustard off of your hot dog on that white shirt, it's fucked. Right, one little bit on the on the shirt with colors doesn't really stand out that much.
1: It just adds like, to it a little bit.
0: It's it, it, same thing with like bed sheets or something like that, right? You get a little scab that opens up on your knee. It looks like somebody got murdered in your fucking bed if you have yeah. sheets, right? Okay, our wedding because it's not going to be hyper formal. It's going to be kind of rustic. It's going to be a little bit DIY. I think is probably mm-hmm. a fair way of putting it. If things go wrong. It's not going to be like the white bedsheet effect.
1: Of course. Yeah, that's a good good point.
0: Yeah. And so that's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most, right? I mean, like one thing you're probably pretty aware of is like the way we're doing music, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we have like, you know, an aux cord with the fucking Spotify or whatever, right? But also like, I just have a bunch of musician friends and we'll just basically have an open mic, right? I mean, maybe people won't even want to fucking play. Maybe people will it's just kind of relaxed.
1: Yeah. Right. I like that approach. It's really, it's like also communal in that way too. It's like not something that's super stringent and uh, formalistic. Exactly.
0: And like, well, right. And so I'm looking forward to that. Um, You know, we're going to have some Catholic stuff in the ceremony. We're not getting married in a, in a chapel. Um, And we're not, we're getting married by like my Buddhist friend. Right. Hell yeah. So it's, you know, it's, Honestly, part of my logic there is just, like, we've lived most of our lives secular. I mean, she Mm -hmm. was raised Catholic, but we've lived most of our lives secular. And so it's, like, I want to be honest with myself instead of having this kind of personality about face. And she be, like, hey, guys, like, most of the time all my friends have known me. I haven't even been like this. But now everything in my wedding is going to be this thing. Um, It's, like, no, we're not going to do that, right? We're going to get married in the church after the fact. But Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to i'm not gonna subject everybody to that yeah, I get um that. but yeah i mean as far as like the stress and everything of it goes there's like a couple choke points you know i've like I gotta have a big old truck full of food and i need to make sure that like that thing can like get past some of the checkpoints right sure <laughs> uh that you're aware of um just shit like that. Just choke points. In the way I always think of things, I basically always imagine the worst case scenario, and I plan mm-hmm. for that. That's and a good I, way to be. I think that is a good way to be. And so it's like, you know, we got to go onto a ferry, right? Okay. Well, if the truck can't fit on the fucking boat, then you know, That's a which problem. which well yeah, it's a problem. Well, it it almost certainly will, right? Mm-hmm. But if it can't, okay, well. I'm basically coming up with the whole plan of just like, all right, it's not that long of a ride. We throw all of the food from that vehicle into one of the cars and yeah. just turn the AC on and just take it straight straight
1: to the venue. Yeah, right? for sure. Shit like that. Um, Bring a couple extra coolers for any like, you know, ish, things that really need to be cold for longer. Ex- yeah. ex- exactly, right? Now, like also,
0: you know, it's been kind of a hot
1: summer. We're going
0: to have an outdoor ceremony. Well, it started raining today and it's really – it's really overcast, right? Mm-hmm. Neither of us really give a shit if it rains on our wedding day. We'll just fucking have the ceremony inside because we have yeah. the ability to, and it won't fucking matter. We don't have a ton of people coming. We have like around sixty people coming, a little over sixty. That's that's nice, not that's a crazy. Yeah, it's super manageable. I mean, in my mind, that's like a perfect medium sized wedding. Definitely.
1: Yeah, that's where, like, my favorite weddings I've been to have been about that size. I've been to one, a couple that are smaller and then, like, bigger ones as well. Mm-hmm. But I think around, like, 50, 60, 75 people. Like, 75 is, like, kind of top. So, I feel like where you can really have that level of comfortability with everyone where it's, like, you're not feeling like you're just kind of in a big crowd.
0: Well, think about it like this. The way we're doing it, I mean, we have this place for several days, mm-hmm. basically. And we're all just hanging out, staying up there. Okay. Um, so we're actually going to be able to like hang out with people. Right. You see what I mean? And so that's, that's going to be huge. That's going to be huge. And so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of it is like, yeah, like I'm like a little stressed about it, but it's also, and she's been saying this too. It's like, once you're just like there, it's like the Mm -hmm. dais cast. Yeah, definitely. And so like, whatever didn't work out, it's not going to be working out and whatever did work out perfectly. Great. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. Yeah.
1: So, I like the approach y'all are taking where it's like, y'all are doing the wedding that you, like, you want to have. You know what I mean? It's like, you want to have people yeah. up here to make it comfortable. You want to be able to spend time with the people that we are at your wedding. keep comfortable. Yeah, we keep them comfortable before we uh, <laughs> post the board, these babies. You know, the planes <laughs> land and they send the. No, that's,
0: yeah. No, so, um, yeah, no, ex- exactly. And honestly, one of the big things about that was like shopping around in the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. and just seeing like dude you go to some of these fucking venues and they're like okay so like you show up at like noon or three ish or something like that and you need to be like packed up and completely gone with zero trace by like 10 30
1: yeah o'clock. that's a nightmare
0: and it's like i'm sorry like people are gonna be drunk what do you want me to do right you know and and it's like and and, and if you're not gone we're gonna charge you two grand mm-hmm. and and it's like dude what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Whereas like you could, you could just kind of do a DIY thing, have it cost probably less than just that venue Mm -hmm. and just be able to chill, you know? And I won't go into, you know, too much detail about that, but, um, but yeah, I mean, we're just, we're just doing it different. And like, and, and I don't know, I mean, you get into that and just that, that whole industry and it's like, it's like, there's no love
1: in it. No, it's so fucked.
0: There's no love at all. And, and that's kind of just one of these things is like, you know like i like i don't like the comedian mark maron very much because he's just like an uber
1: shit lib but yeah he had, he's bitching about something dude
0: oh he's a psychopath but he had this joke that i do kind of like um where he's talking about like you know i wanted to buy this like insane tube amp that like jack white had mm-hmm. and it cost like twenty thousand dollars or something and he's like you know i guess i could afford it because i'm like famous and fucking rich and whatever But like, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to play it and I'm just going to, I'm just going to obsess about like, you know, that's nice, but like, that doesn't sound like (laughs) $20,000. Yeah. Right. And that's like, that's like, that's what my, what your wedding day is going to be like if you Mm -hmm. spend this fucking money on this, on this venue of these people that like basically feel contempt for you. Honestly, you go to these venues and like, this is a bizarre thing, but I go there and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like not handsome enough to have a wedding here
1: i get that for sure dude. you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah.
0: it's just it's the shiny happy people having mm-hmm. fun shit where you're just like this is i don't know man those those like, these, these hyper formal buttoned up to 11 weddings are for like people that were in sororities and frats that yeah. like that like not to go on some anti-chud rant or something but like these people that just like aren't my people
1: right. you know this is a different lifestyle and i think that like I see that a lot. Like I've been to weddings. My dad doesn't
0: and, own a golf course, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Or a house on a golf course or something. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, I go to weddings. Like I've been to some like with my cousins or whatever where it's like, you know, they just got like a, a, they went to like a wedding venue and it's expensive for like no reason really. And it's just like this nice place, but it's just like a house. Bro, it's, there. A it's, like, it's a field.
0: It's a field with a canopy, man. And you're like,
1: why are we do, like, what? Are, why did you spend so much money? To, why don't we just do this at y'all's house if you're going to do it? Dude, like this? be like or a like,
0: Mexican family and get like a, a fucking park.
1: Yeah, go to, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what, what, uh, people are just like paying all this money for a wedding venue because it's a wedding venue. And it's like, you don't need to do all that. Like, go through all this rigmarole and have these like, specific things like one of my other friends that got married pretty recently I know it was maybe like 70 people or something like that and they just got married at like you know at, a, at their home um they had like a you know a big backyard and stuff and they just had everyone there and like had a big ceremony and it's like you know if you're gonna do something that's not like a you know more of a an event then just might you might as well just do something like that like i don't or go to a church you know if that's what your faith is but I just don't really understand like just going to like a super nice venue and just like doing the venue thing and you're in and out in four hours. And like, that's just that. Cause you, I just don't get it really. Um, but that's a really common thing. And then also when it's like a big wedding, it, it starts to feel like there's just like a procession and you're just like there to like say hello to like, you know, like someone that's going to take a photograph with you and leave like a celebrity that's on like a, a book signing tour, you know, you just go up to the, the couple, you're like, Oh, congratulations. Yeah. I'll, I won't see you the rest of the night, but you know, and so that's never super fun. Um, and I think it's probably overwhelming for like the, the couple themselves as well. When it's just like, you know, 75 micro interactions over like two hours instead of just actually having time to spend time with the people that are coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 stoked about it. I like I don't. I, it, honestly, in the face of all that stuff we're talking about, of just mm-hmm. this like this dehumanizing consumer nightmare bullshit that is the the wedding industry i guess like i had always just basically figured i would just elope instead of that right and we're like very much not doing that Mm -hmm. um and we're we're very much not doing either and so i'm i'm really happy with it i'm stoked i'm excited to just like hang out with people Mm -hmm. you know um i mean we're gonna get up there and we're just gonna finally kind of realize like there's only so much setting up that you can fucking do. Yeah. And then it's just basically just chilling, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's going to be a blast, man. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited to just chill. I'm excited to like fucking hang out and play D and D with the boys, you know, and just shit like that and jam. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, it's been so long since I jammed with anybody that I'm probably going to be dog shit, but like, it'll be fun, dude. Dude, we'll play Hell some yeah. fucking
1: music. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. A rhythm section, baby. Let's go.
0: That's absolutely right. That should have been the name of the fucking podcast.
1: Um, oh, it's such, we can name this episode that.
0: Yeah, the rhythm section. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we started yeah.
1: to end here kind of with, you know, the wedding. So let's take it back. I guess we're, we're kind of doing like a Werner Herzog, you know, esque <laughs> podcast scheme here where we're going to kind of start the end take it back to the beginning and then bring it back to the end. It
0: begins with his fiance's death at the hands of a a grizzly bear.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, So I guess what I wanted to talk about was, I know we've talked about like you had a previous relationship um, and we've talked about, you know, that lets you kind of heartbroken and you've had issues, um, you know, with addiction kind of in that time frame, I'm assuming. And so I'm kind of wondering like what the transition looked like from that to like, getting into a more committed relationship, like mm-hmm. what was the, like, kind of what was, was there like a period of casual dating? And then you're like, what was going on? Like, I, need, I just need to, or were you out of that relationship? Like, I need to get into something serious. Um, or was it something that came when you got more sober? Like kind of walk me through a little bit of that
0: interesting yeah i like this it's fun this is gonna be the most parasocial episode we've ever put out um
1: <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, th-
0: I think there's still insight to gain though even if it's well not like- no no there is and i mean you see you see my notes that i made for the episode i mean i'm gonna mm-hmm. try to zoom this out as much as i can and also to be fair to be realistic here people like the fucking parasocial thing so whatever right people want yeah. I, people want to fucking know about us so mm-hmm. i I, just, I guess i'll lean into that a little bit
1: well, there's uh, a lot of dudes out there and women too who have like had hard relationships or like have their heart broken and then they're like or yeah. people who are, have had a lot of casual dating and it's not gone right and people who are looking to make the next step. So I think that yeah, there's a lot to be gained from it.
0: Okay, timeline goes like this. Slav has relationship, Slav gets heartbroken, Slav has addiction problem. That's kind of mixed in with the relationship also. Mm-hmm, like that's usually. not quite as um, kind of leads to the ending of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then for next probably couple of years, Slav is basically just trying to like be <laughs> grounded mentally to put a together a person. person, yeah. Right? <laughs> and and this is where this is where actually I think this is a good fucking topic. Mm-hmm. Is um I the way I met my fiance was, um, and I had forgotten about this. I had actually forgotten about this until my best friend one of my best friends but my basically my my best friend uh, the best out of all of them he wins the competition um is yeah exactly they all they all they all the rest of them suck um <laughs> had reminded me of this that like i had just kind of made this really conscious effort i was living with him at the time to just be going out constantly. Right. And so and so like just kind of, you know, the whole idea, like you have your home, you have your work and you have your third place. Yeah. Right. And and so I would like get off work and then I would just like insist on going to at least like two other places that day.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. And just like, all right, I'm going to go out to a show tonight or I'm going to go to the beach or I'm going to go to this. There was like, you know, we have like barcades in Seattle. I'm just going to go all over the place. Right. And at this point, I'm sober. Mm -hmm. right um and um and yeah i mean that's exactly basically just what happened was like i just went to like a coffee shop after
1: work and that's where i met her oh Um, nice really it was like a meet cute kind of situation
0: yeah yeah no i mean there was never any online mediation or or anything like that it was it was literally like man i man walks into place speaks to woman and then gets woman's phone number, sets up date, goes on date.
1: Nice dude. Oh um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, funny thing is I actually stood her up on our first date cause I was, cause I was nervous. You're nervous. Hell yeah. 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 Um, and that's kind of funny cause I mean, she rightfully gives me shit for that. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Did she but, give you shit for it at the time or did you like, how did that oh, go?
0: yeah. Well, she would have to, right? Yeah, of course. Um, and, uh, And yeah, it was awesome. And you know, and then, and then, okay, continuing the timeline, but that's an important detail that I want to go back to is that I had, I had, I had intended Mm -hmm. right to, and I think I was just on the tail end of going through my recovery program. I was just like, I need to constantly be going out places. I need to like, I need, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's like, it's like, um, I remember it's almost, it was, it's like this Phoenix style, like death and rebirth cycle, Mm -hmm. right? My old self dying. And then you come to this new self and it's like, well, I'm a baby of my, of my future self. Right. So like a baby, I just want to cram my head full of information and new experiences. Yeah. You got
1: to put yourself into a social setting and like put your new self out into the world so you can like actually actualize that self. Cause like we said before, you're not, I think, therefore I am You are. These people know me as this. And so therefore I am, and that's what I am. And so you want to be able to put that actually onto the tapestry of social relations.
0: Exactly. And so like I got myself uh, better established. Mm-hmm. I strengthened my old friendships that I'd had all my life, but that had been weakened from my addiction. Right. I met my future wife. I met one of my friends who's now like my employer. Um, I, I made a bunch of friends um, with music and things like that. Um, and then yeah continuing the timeline like I said that's just that's just an important aspect of it because that's like a prescriptive thing that I would say
1: to people yeah well I'd like to maybe kind of hang out on that for a bit if you don't mind before we accelerate the timeline because yeah. that was one of the questions was kind of just like well I'll just
0: I'll wrap up the timeline really fast because it's because okay. there's literally like two more beats on it which is just like we started out kind of unserious and then and then Seattle being Seattle moved in together because of the usual millennial thing which is just like housing is dumb and, and, how, th- quick, and how quick was that like like a year okay um and i think that's dumb like i think people should not do that yeah right um i think we did basically everything wrong
1: and then we lived you're still together and it's a healthy relationship then boom that's yes but
0: but and this is the thing i say to her all the time but right you can't just i'm not gonna raise my kids to be like okay well you know, you can just do everything wrong. You can do this and you can do that. And then eventually, like a couple of years into the relationship, they'll just be like this global unprecedented uh, pandemic and like <laughs> a bunch of people, you know, will turn on you and you'll just form this holding position with the other person that will fundamentally change who you are and alter the course of your life, making it so that you people are just like soulmates now.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you, you don't get what mean? recommend that, but like you, you started from the fire and so you made it your way out. So that's good. Well, like, you know no, I mean? exa-
0: true. And, and, and I take that same thing to the faith, too, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, I think that people that come into the back door, right, like people that that maybe know how shitty the alternative is because they've lived it, make stronger believers, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of the same thing with like a love or something, right? Yeah, is there's personal
1: like, conviction that that becomes attached there,
0: exactly. So, anyways, anyway, th- but that's that's the that's the timeline. It you know it didn't take too long. But back to to what you wanted to to ask.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, like you, you mentioned that you made a, um, you know, conscious effort to go out and be out in public and be like in social settings, like post recovery. You gotta um, do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because and, and, like, like, and like, and that's
0: not just a recovery thing. Like, people just need to fucking do that. In guys, general. guys specifically need to fucking do that.
1: Yeah, I think everyone does. Like, we're too quick to become the bug men. You know, what I mean, like too easy. Well, to every, just hang everybody out. does. Everybody does,
0: but males isolate more than women do.
1: Mm-hmm. oh i think that makes sense women are a little bit more social creatures
0: exactly 100 percent.
1: yeah like the silent strong man type that's kind of like you know hanging out fighting demons in his head or whatever that's a classic trope right <laughs> guy standing in the corner of party they don't know i'm fighting demons <laughs> yeah.
0: but at least he's at the party you know right, right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah see that guy's healthier than the guy that's like you know down in the basement scribbling you know <laughs> exactly me so yeah <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go out put yourself in social situations and do that um we did when you were going well, out can i does... just
0: can i just say really fast too because mm-hmm. I, I was talking to her about this recently and one of the things is is like one of the biggest fucking things that limits people from doing that is their desire to seem cool all the time yeah of course um like you need to be able to be vulnerable Mm-hmm. right and i don't know like sometimes i'm i'm a little bit loath to talk about vulnerability as such a lot of the time because sometimes it feels like a little bit too effeminate right yeah. I, I think there's a way and, and it's true like i don't i don't disagree with the content of it but it's just like there's like a slightly less I don't know. You get what I'm saying.
1: I think it's but, fine to talk about feminine stuff sometimes. Like I think that like everyone has I a know, little bit th- of femininity and masculinity. Just, but it's
0: just like what's the fucking a- masculine aspects of like of like therapy, you know? Like there's like right. there's never any, right? And so it's like it's always just in one direction. But point is and so, and so, honestly, so I think, like, a more masculine way of putting it is just, like, being able to look like an ass sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the manly way of putting it, is it needs to have swears. Yeah, look um, like a dipshit
1: sometimes. it's yeah, look like <laughs> a
0: fucking piece of shit, dipshit, cocksucker <laughs> fuck. And so, yeah. and just being able to just go out and just be like, I, like am completely unfamiliar with the situation mm-hmm. and I like I don't have a playbook to go on I'm totally not this is it's a socially unsafe situation I don't mean like unsafe like you're going to be raped or something Right? I mean like unsafe right like yeah like
1: not comfortable not the comfort zone
0: exactly like um, uh, playing music live is like a beautiful mm-hmm. thing right because it's like you can just listen to music you can just play music by yourself right but, like, there's this kind of bizarre thing that we do where we just thousands of years ago just decided to be like, all right, I'm just going to, like, stand up in front of people.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they can judge me about
0: it. Exactly, and well, and to be honest, like, after, like, recorded media, it's even more bizarre. Yeah. And it probably proves the point even more that it's just like, well, why the fuck? Why do you need to do that? COH, like, when you're going up on stage and you're just like, okay, well, there's this thing that I can do any old time. But mm-hmm. for absolutely no reason at all i'm like choosing to just be like man on wire about it and just (laughs) be like all right like if i fuck up doing this i'm also now for no really good reason risking just like wide social humiliation yeah yeah (laughs) but like it creates something magical
1: Mm -hmm. right yeah man that's what i like about it so much is the like the vulnerability aspect because it puts your feet to the fire and like a it forces you to like show your stuff like really be about your shit that you're talking about and it'll expose what your areas or weakness are. And then you can know about them and work on them for personal growth. And then also like what I like so much about the improvisational music that we do is like, you know, we'll go out there and and we'll just jam for a while. You know, we'll have sections in a song where it's like, here, we're going to do improv in this key and then like, let it go wherever it wants to go. And, you know, sometimes it's better than other times, of course. Like there's sometimes we're like, man, this is the shit. And then other times you're like, you know, you're kind of just fumbling around till you find something that feels good. And I think that, like, it takes that fumbling around to have the magic of hearing something new for the first time where you're like, whoa, that's a cool lick that he just played. And so, like, let's lock onto that. And, like, then we're going to really create something cool. But it takes, you know, putting yourself on that limb and, like, being comfortable enough to you know, fuddle around a little bit and maybe, you know, it gets, you know, it's a little bit stale for a second or whatever, but out of that staleness is where new things come from. And it's kind of like a little bit like the Byung-Chul Han thing, of like the boredom, just like you gotta be willing to like, you know, experience something that's not necessarily preferable or super enjoyable or whatever, or risky.
0: Yep. The burnout society brings you infinite fucking star Wars sequels. As opposed to being like, no, I want to, like, try something new. And maybe you go and you see a movie that, like, is not something you'd normally see. And maybe it's, like, super fucking dumb. And Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, well, like, okay, I guess, like, I didn't really like watching Willem Dafoe scream in a lighthouse at Batman. (laughs) Jerk off and fuck a lobster. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) jerk off and fuck a lobster. I I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't like that. Because that movie is, I maintain, like... Probably the best film, American film I've seen in like ten years. Really, yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about the lighthouse dude, the lo- before. Dude, we should do an episode on. Yeah, the let's do not, it. not the lobster. I mean the lighthouse.
1: Yeah, I mean the lobster too. We could talk about the lobster if like, Dude,
0: honestly, I like the lobster.
1: Yeah, I am fine with the lobster. I watched. I don't know why I associate this, but I watched Tusk the other day for the first time. You've seen Tusk? Fucking
0: movie. I think it's yeah. Movie. It was some
1: bullshit. Yeah. I, dude, I hate Kevin Smith. I think Kevin
0: Smith is a fucking bug man. Who's Kevin Smith? He's Silent Bob. Oh, oh, he yeah. Di- he directed that movie.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't really trust him very much. No, he's sick. Yeah. Um, Anyhow, yeah, let's, we don't need to talk about movies too much. We'll do that on the. Bonus I will list. say
0: I've been loving our our film uh, bonuses. I mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Anyways, um, yeah, um, yeah. So so yeah, I mean, just 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 be vulnerable. Uh, allow yourself to to try new things, you know what I mean? And like, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really important. I mean, I know people who just have like really small limited scopes of their life. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, but like they maintain, and again, this is kind of that Peter Pan thing, right? Like, because of that they don't they don't need to suffer the pain of like an experience that kind of brings them down to peg a little mm-hmm. bit and like and like shows them who they are and more importantly like probably who they aren't mm-hmm. right but like but if they don't go and in, in you know encounter those situations then they get to just be all of those people that they right. think they might be in their head because they don't have anyone come in with the negation Right. And say, no, you're not the smartest person here. Right. Mm -hmm. Or no, you're not the coolest person here or the most handsome person. Or, or even just like, you're just not this new hobby that you're trying out for the first time. You're not like the best person in the world at it. Right. Right. And so that's fucking huge. And yeah, I mean, just like, I mean, I'll be honest, like, it's also like, there were probably plenty of times at that point where I'm going out and I'm just like, I would really like to just get a GF now, please you know can i just can you just just spit out a gf out of the vending machine please and um i'll even take one with some mental illness that's fine (laughs) um and and you do it long enough to where and it's a fucking chore like 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 go out constantly right and like Mm -hmm. do it even if you don't really fully want to because it's what you're supposed to fucking do right um then eventually, you kind of just stop getting as impatient with it, and you stop thinking about wanting right. a GF from it constantly. And then fucking women just sense that. Magic happens. And yeah. then suddenly, you find GF, who in my case didn't have mental illnesses, which is great.
1: Thank God, yeah.
0: And um, though, you know, I would have loved you even if you did, honey. Um,
1: <laughs> and um, yeah. So- that gets into another thing I was going to ask because I feel like there's a couple of schools of Does she have mental illnesses? No, no. I, I trust and believe that she doesn't. I, I believe that she's a good upstanding woman. <laughs> you found a good one. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say anything bad you know, about her, especially not on air. Um, but I think that that gets into something I was wondering because there's a couple of schools of thought on like um, going into relationships. I think that there's like mm. the active mind where it's like, you know, you're on dating apps, you're like, or you're going to like mixers or socials or blind dates or whatever. And then there's like, you know, people who kind of want it to passively find them or like kind of come along. And I think what you're kind of describing is like a process of going from one to the other a little bit. Um, of just kind of being like setting out actively to be like, I'm putting myself in social situations. I'm meeting new people to mm-hmm. widen my net, of like who i will interact with so i could bring new people in my life that may be you know seeding the ground for you know potential relationships whether it be friendships you know serious intimate Well, and also say whatever.
0: this by the way too as a really quick side
1: note mm-hmm. you want to
0: make yourself a fucking interesting version of yourself okay right. so like i was reading a lot more back then i was like playing in a bunch of fucking bands i was doing a like a bunch of hobbies i was working right but like i was i was doing a bunch of things and i think that like i think that that also is like a nice kind of mm, incidental consequence like that that happens in tandem if you're going the strategy that i went i guess yeah right is that it's like you're going out to see more life and the nice thing about that is that your your net is widened like you just said but also like you're a more fuckable person because you have a fucking
1: life right yeah, and then life will come to you a little bit because you're opening up your scope that way. And exactly, and like, and you
0: do, you do get what you
1: give, and and you mm-hmm. get it back like threefold.
0: Mm-hmm. You really do. Like that's like a big Wicca thing, right? But like, oh. but that's the thing I've heard, right? But like, um, but like God does just like provide for you if you just believe in yourself enough. Yeah, and and believe in god right i mean i don't really Mm -hmm. love the believe in yourself thing but just like but just believe in the process right because Mm -hmm. because i've always pretty consistently in my life just found like if you just put the honest work into something Mm -hmm. and you you actually do right and i'm not talking about like going through the motions and like oh i'm half paying attention but like get into a flow state with something and fully focus and put an honest full effort into it like, the, like I, I'm still in the habit of, in a secular way, saying, like, the world or the universe, but I hate that. Like, God will provide things for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, I, I totally cut you off.
1: No, you're fine. Um, I was just kind of going to just say, like, you know, what you talked about that being like an active thing versus a passive. And so I think that one question I had was like, were you using dating apps and stuff like that? Or was it, were mm-hmm. you like, did you have an intention of, I'm just going to meet someone in person um, or anything like that?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I've used a dating app before. Right. I don't
1: I think everyone has.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've ever. Um, yeah. I've never gotten a date from one ever. I'm really. Um, I haven't really, my experience with them is very limited though, to be fair. Um, You know, I like had a pretty hard time in high school. And so basically like the second I was done with high school, um, I like just deleted all my social media. Sure. Um, And so that, I mean, it's just, you can kind of fill in the gaps there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like dating sites, dating media makes me really uneasy. I don't really know how to, Interact with it, and then I just I really like having an anonymous Twitter account where I just like shit out funny thoughts or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? So like that's kind of where I'm at with it. I like never really had much luck with with dating apps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I've met a few people that had really really great luck with them for finding actual like spouses. Yeah, and I think that that's outstanding. I don't really. Um, I don't really um, fault anybody. I don't think that they're like less worthy or legitimate or anything like that. Nothing like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I do think that um, I do think that like the kind of in cell view of love and dating is kind of a product of the kind of like acceleration that the centrality of dating apps co- has caused.
1: Could you say what the – elaborate a little bit on what you mean by the incel mindset towards dating and, and stuff like that?
0: Yeah. I mean uh, like hypergamy,
1: right? Oh, like, okay. Like I, uh, I don't have the right genes or whatever to actually be accepted in like a relationship pool.
0: Well, yeah. I mean people that are like into looks maxing and shit like mm-hmm. that, sure. But like hypergamy as in like women are are simply like social climbers.
1: Oh, okay. I see. And,
0: and so like – and so actually – only like the top one percent of people are 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 getting ninety nine percent of the pussy. Right, the the okay. top point one of point, which is like <laughs> kind of true a little bit, but people really really over. I think this is a thing that like Rad Femme Hitler on Twitter talked about recently, mm-hmm. and I and I, I was actually talking to my fiance about this, and it's really interesting. Like the reality of it is that like the sluts are just all basically kind of fucking each other a bunch, mm-hmm. and then there is kind of like a normal huge population of people that are kind of just like pairing off normally. Yeah. Right now. I think that, I think that people fall into like serial monogamy because people don't properly frame marriage. Right. But, like most people aren't just going and like just meat grindering through people. Yeah. Um, I think,
1: and I, I think some people do. I think that like, I think that for the most part, the image of like what women are looking for in dating as far as the hypergamy thing is is definitely overplayed online as a result of like, you know, the manosphere kind of proliferation and then also like well, what the reality dating of dating apps. apps is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: And, and, and no, I mean, obviously there are people that are very promiscuous, right? Mm-hmm. But like just this idea that that is the norm yeah. is very off base. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it might be a little bit more accurate of, like, how people were in the 50s, right? Because, um, you know, birth control has, like, changed social dynamics a lot. Oh, right, yeah. But, but just, again, like, just this whole, like, no, you think that the dating world is just, like, this fucking meat grinder. Because, like, y- the dating world for you is a fucking app that's just mm-hmm. commodifying people. Right. And, like, and it's just social Darwinism. You know, and like, you need to kind of understand that's not, that's not, you know, any, anyways. And, and honestly, yeah. part of it, part of the problem is, is it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, absolutely. So, you know, it's self-defeating. I, like, you're just like, oh, I'll never end up doing this and that or whatever. And you go into it like with this mindset and then you get bitter towards women or whatever. And like, you exactly. become just like a person no one really wants to be around and it's not a healthy well, here's, thing.
0: Dude, and here's the other thing. My fiance was saying this the other day too, and it's a fucking good point too. Like. The overwhelming majority of people I know that are in relationships are in relationships with people that are like basically equal to them on like the one to sc- the one to 10 look scale. Mhm. Like people of a of a pretty much a pretty equal attractiveness end up with each other. Yeah, it it's just works like, out. Exactly. That's it's, it's just, it, our brains just sort ourselves that way, basically. Yeah
1: and so like it's so interesting that's something i've always thought about it since i was a kid dude like honestly i'm like yeah so how do people just like how do you end up getting sorted down like you see a chubby dude that ends up being with like a chubby or a woman and you're like <laughs> yeah that make, yeah, it makes sense y'all are about right but like that's just like is that what you both are attracted to like or that's that just what you've kind of like decided is like what is for you and kind of like what is the dynamic of this happening over time um, and I think it's just, yeah, you just kind of like find out what works for you and what doesn't like what's available to you and what's not. And that's kind of how that forms.
0: Yeah. It's just um, kind of a hierarchy thing. And that's fine. Yeah,
1: socially constructed generally.
0: Um, And like, well, I don't even, I don't think it is socially constructed. Like, I think that there's just something, it's just, it's so widespread. It's so that I think there's something that is natural about it. I think our brains are just kind of like, yeah, like, yeah. you know, we're basically well, yeah, in the same ballpark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean the socially constructed as in like, it's like, um, a fixed construct or like a, a normal. I think I, I get what you're saying, More so it. like something that you figure out through the, you know, tapestry of personal relationships on a, a social setting. Totally. Um, so after that, like, process of sociality, you know, you figure it out. Anyway, so, um, yeah, man. So that, I think that's pretty true with, like, I don't, I with my relationship on dating apps, I've found it's just generally not super healthy I've had you know a lot of uh, casual things off dating apps when I was younger I haven't had like a meaningful long-term relationship I wouldn't say off a dating app I've you know I've dated someone for a little while that I met um, but it, it wasn't like you know something serious and I think that it's kind of grounds for less serious relationships usually like a dating app and and then yeah it creates this just weird thing where you're viewing people in such a commodified form. So I've sworn off dating apps pretty much for like the past couple of years and have been just kind of OG method of yeah like you're talking about going out and putting yourself in front of people widening your social net etc um and I think that what you're talking about of like just making yourself a more interesting version of yourself it's kind of like just being being a genuine person that has interests that are your own you know like someone who is passionate and has a sense of direction in their own way is something that's intriguing And you want to be around that, like even just around friends, you want to be around friends that are like doing stuff that is productive and meaningful because, you know, that energy spreads. And so people are attracted to someone that has shit going on. So like just going out and putting yourself in situations, things kind of naturally will develop in that way. Um, And so but what I've kind of found is like uh, I kind of went through a period for a while um, where you were talking about like after your sobriety when, which is kind of lined up a little bit with me with like getting off of doing so many drugs and kind of like being more teenager-minded about like just how I engage with the world. I, I went through a period of kind of just like, you know, having to bottle down and kind of just take care of myself for a little while and make sure that I was a healthy person and in the right situation to like actually be able to be a good half of a long-term relationship. And I think that that's like, that's something that, is important to do and I think you spoke to that a little bit and I think that like in that period of time it's okay to like take casual relationships and stuff like that and then like if something serious comes up you know I don't think you should say no to like a meaningful relationship or whatever but it I think it's good to like take some time and get yourself in order and then if you know have casual encounters maybe or put yourself out there to like kind of figure out what you're looking for in, in a person and continue to develop your your chops as far as like social figuring out who who meshes well with you and stuff. But I think that it's good to like take a step back and like kind of collect yourself and figure out like what is it that you are actually looking for? Who are you as a person and like individually before you start kind of trying to jump around into from relationship to relationship like you were talking about with serial mm-hmm.
0: me. Yeah, I mean I would say I would say like I think I think like both of us, me and my fiance definitely like learned from our previous relationships is just like what, just what we, what we're looking for, for somebody from mm-hmm. somebody, uh, I should say. And like, and, and kind of honestly, kind of like what I was saying about the, like, I was never going to end up with somebody that wasn't just, that I didn't just argue with a right. bunch. Right. I yeah, don't want to make sound... yourself
1: and like, what are your, what you're like in a relationship dynamic as well. And exactly and okay in,
0: in like my my in my previous relationship it was it was just like no like i'm just a piece of shit and i need to change myself to mm-hmm. be better for this person right and it's like no like now we're just both kind of pieces of shit and yeah. i love it you know, I, you know mm-hmm. i'm like joking obviously but but you you know what i mean right or, or like yeah. um or like you don't want to be with somebody who just you know if you are um kind of uh i guess um like, stubborn. You don't want to be with someone who's overly passive, right? I mean, that's one of the things with us, right? Is that, like, I call her out on her shit. Right. Right? right? And that's which, healthy. Which, which, I'll be honest, I think is a, kind of an issue with guys these days a lot of the time.
2: Mm.
0: Um, At least just judging from some fellas I know and just the kind of shit that they tolerate. Right. Um, and I'll say, right, it's just one of these things of, like you know, you're not, you're not, you're, a, you're a detriment to the other person if you don't allow yourself to call them out on bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I, 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 agree with, with, uh, with what you're saying. I mean, For I sure. think I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to encourage anybody to like get up to like risky behaviors or anything. Um, but yeah, like you know date learn Mm -hmm. what kinds of people exist and Mm -hmm. kind of like what kinds of people are a good fit for you right and um i don't know i mean my 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 ex was insanely into outdoorsy shit Mm
1: -hmm. and like
0: did tons of hiking bro i i love fly fishing i can't stand hiking dude i mean i'll go do it every once in a while but, like, I don't fucking... There's, like, a whole type of person around here who's just, like, whole personality. Is yeah, like I know that. Yeah, it's just hiking and, like, shopping at fucking REI. Yeah,
1: I was about to say. Yeah, there's a lot of that in Colorado and in Denver. Where I, I live know it. Too.
0: I know it. It's our fucking... It's No, exactly. And, like, I just can't stand it, dude. I just can't. I think it's annoying. I think it's fucking annoying. Like, your hobby is just going and shitting in the woods. Like, yeah. what are you? Shut up, dude. Shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up. Like, it's the kind of thing that, like... um that well-adjusted people can just be like, yeah, like I do that sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't need to like have that be the thing I do. Um, yeah. I mean, me, I mean, I've kind of hit the jackpot in a way too, because I mean, my, me and my fiance will just sit around just being gamers together. Yeah. You know? So that's pretty cool. Um, saying gamer words. Um, <laughs> Shit. But uh, dude, that's, an, that's another thing too, by the way. And this is, a, this was kind of a thing that I think Sam Hyde had said a while ago, but it's so fucking true don't look for a fucking um like a trad girl or a based girl it's a bad idea it's a bad idea like if you if you want to like lead like a more traditionalist kind of lifestyle that's kind of cool and shit like that Mm -hmm. but like dude like going out and women just like being really based like yeah that's a red flag dude it's a huge red flag because honestly she's just signaling for it's men. performative yeah 100%. it's performative women just can't be based in the same way men can be and men can't be based in the way that women can be right, right. i mean women will just like murder everyone in their neighborhood for like their family <laughs> yeah. right and men will just be like we'll just um you know like you know rethink the game as far as like new and innovative ways of being racist right yeah but, yeah, like you're, yeah. but you're like your wife is never going to be as racist as you are Yeah, it's a right?
1: different kind of base for sure and, and you should do you know do well to keep them separated and know where the line is
0: exactly like i can i can go downstairs and like say the n-word in front of her and she's like and it's not going to be a huge thing right But like i don't really want her to come up to me and say the end words, yeah you know yeah. what i mean like, you don't, I don't want her
1: texting you just in and hoping for you to fill it in After exactly.
0: well i mean you know if you're listening honey like you know
1: maybe you <laughs> just spice it up
0: every once in a while but no you get what i'm saying though and it's yeah. just it's a, it's um
1: well like, you don't want to date the, the... anyone that's a specific type of anything like you don't want to date like the hiker person you don't want to date the based person you don't want to date the like you know what I mean? You don't want to date someone that builds their entire identity around, like, um, a projection of, like, an image of what they, they think they want to be. Because that's just, like, not going to be a well-rounded and healthy person, like, that can actually meet you on a real level.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, yeah, you want to be with a fucking well-rounded person.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, the base thing, like, I mean, it's kind of what we were talking about with fucking crypto side. It's like kind of you want to be anti-based across the board like you you don't want to like if you're just like yeah this is like my identity is i'm a based person and i'm gonna be like performative in in that way that's that's not good like it's well, not a good you, way to you be. also
0: you really need to be able to make the division between how you act online and how you act in person there like really needs to be a pretty strong division um and like i I mean i don't know like okay to be fair you've always been fairly decent online like i feel like you're a little bit less shocking than than i'll like to post right like Mm -hmm. i feel like you you don't really slur post and shit like that right like um and so maybe like a little bit less for like you you've always been a little more wholesome but Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying right like like i know i know people that you know will be fucking really based online and then just in real life like they just because of that because they're this completely uncompromising
1: <laughs> they're horrible person, to be around
0: well they just they just have no fucking friends
1: yeah and like they course. can't
0: relate to people i mean i know people like this and it's and it's kind of one of these things of just like you know like you think that what you're doing is having um uh like what's the word i want to look for like integrity right like mm-hmm. you're you're behaving the same way always right but it's like you need to be able to shift gears depending on who you're around. Yeah. And that's not a, 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 an indication that you're like two-faced or lack integrity, right? And you should that's be pro-social. Yeah, you, you should just, you just be pro-social. No, exactly. Well, and, But and that's that's the whole thing, right? Is that it's like, okay, you know, I'm over at my buddy's house the other day, right? And he has a kid and I'm hanging out with him and his wife. And it's a really great time. And it's like, bro, like... He makes a, you know. He makes some point about how like his dad is like. He got in an argument with his dad, and I'm like, "Oh, what happened?" And he's like, "Well, you know, like, I don't want to go into it, but like, my dad's a Trump voter, you know, so he kind of communicates the way he does, right?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What does that a, mean, bro? Well, no, it's like if somebody <laughs> said that online, I'd be like, "What are you a faggot, right?" <laughs> yeah. But like, but I'm just like, so I respond, I'm like, "Oh, like is he like kind of brash, yeah. right?" And he's like, "Yeah," mm-hmm. and and it's just it's it's one of these things where, like, bro, like I'm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell my buddy that I like voted for Trump, you know, I'm not going to call him a fag for saying that about his dad, right? Like, I'm not going to, you know, there was like a, we were, they were showing us some like little
1: kids cartoon because the baby Mm -hmm. was around and like in the time and place, you know, like also it's not like, don't just like be, you know, a stick in the mud in that scenario when like your friend's just trying to communicate a vulnerable moment to you like understand well, what's going on there
0: well totally i'm not i'm not trying to i don't want to over over fixate on that example right just like you, like i'm just saying like he brought up trump and like mm-hmm. this is i'm never gonna tell this guy i voted for trump i'm never gonna say a bunch of base shit i would say to him i can i can be on in the car going up there you know posting on twitter with fucking you know saying slurs or whatever i'm not gonna share any of that with my IRL friends cuz it's just different it's completely different mm-hmm. um and you need to do that and and I think like if you're bringing that kind of energy to dates it, you're going oh, to yeah, have you're fucked. You're going to have a really hard good. time and but but here's the other thing
1: right at the same time don't just be super permissive of everything
0: well okay and this is my thing right so like the incel view of like, oh, like hypergamy and roasties and uh, blah, blah. it's fucking, it's so over, the West has fallen. um Like that's bullshit and everything, right? But the, to the extent that I do subscribe to some of that stuff, it's like, bro, like this psyop of like single women are meant to discipline men through access to... To sex by basically just insisting that they're Democrats and shit like that, just insisting they're lived up, which, by the way, is like an a tale as old as time. Right? It's yeah, real. It's very Lindy. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: that's a fucking problem.
1: The broads are all in their feelings, dude.
0: <laughs> dude, I saw this. I saw this Lindy man post today that was like that was like it's. Uh, he was like, "Women smoking weed is interesting." Um, like, uh like taking a drug that makes you more sensitive women are <laughs> sensitive enough <laughs> <laughs> and he based. like he like instantly uh deleted it but i yeah. was like that's it's not based
1: actually it's in real life he, i I don't really fuck with lindy man very much but i think that that's i kind of i kind
0: of like lindy man but he's a little weird um yeah
1: but anyways we don't need to talk about lindy man <laughs> yeah we
0: don't need to also as paul scholars if you're listening to this we'd love to have you on oh yeah then. we
1: would definitely love to have you on i i yeah for sure i'm down to talk with anyone i think what you're what you're saying though about the the online personality and stuff is like yeah like it boils down to just like yeah just be a pro-social and understand the situation that you're in like What's um because like newsflash it's not it's like shouting slurs and like posting slurs and like super aggressive things is anti-social behavior so like you definitely don't want to do that in real life because that's just not something people want to be around and so like if that's the kind of thing that you're cultivating online yeah you want to uh, avoid doing that in a public setting for the most part um but i think that's like yeah i think it's just about being being pro-social and just like yeah knowing what's going on don't like take your absurd base things into public and act like you're doing the world a favor like the cedar disrespectors or whatever that would take the card into a restaurant that's like fuck you i can't have any of your products it's like yeah dude <laughs> don't go to that fucking restaurant dude, you can't bro. go into restaurants at
0: all if you're that sensitive to food yeah. stuff because like dude they're fucking make. they're dude it's funny i saw i'll see these like uh these like posts on twitter that are just like that are just like look at these 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 food stall workers in India touching all the food with their hands and it's like bro <laughs> i got bad news for you in a restaurant if you yeah. if you're worried about
1: dudes touching their food with their bare hands and all those indians are fine too that's another thing like you they're fine even if they're touching the food with their bare hands the people that are eating it there are like their palates used to that kind of thing and so they're just doing fine it doesn't matter yeah like, i mean to be to be fair like it is really, really
0: common to like fucking get super sick. Um, Mm, Talking about wet markets? Yeah. Well, when you go to India, just like fucking you get, you get get doo-doo in your food really easily. Yeah. If
1: you're from here and going over there and stuff, you want to avoid those types of situations.
0: Yeah. But I wonder how, the Indians are fine. I thought, I wonder how, uh, like if there's any big difference between like how often like Indians in the United States get sick versus like Indian, you know, just mm. Americans right normal Americans heritage Americans we'll say
1: i think it's definitely has to do with your like your genetic makeup and your like what you're eating usually and what your palate is like and what your internal like gut flora is like because it's different you're going to have different by microbiomes and stuff like that from foods that are over there and foods that are here and the way that people pre- prepare them and so you're going to develop ways of responding to them in different ways so like it's kind of like um you know how people there, are Americans would go to Mexico and get like sick from drinking the water, or, like Montezuma's curse or like whatever the hell some kind of, you know, disease revenge thing. Um, and it's like, yeah, dude, you're just not used to drinking water. That's not filtered that way. And like people there are fine with it. And so it's, I think it's just kind of like, it goes like that when you're traveling. So you need to just be careful and like, know how to handle yourself over there. Um, and then, yeah, wash your fucking hands, dude. If you're me touching food for sure, especially if it's raw stuff um whooping in their food yeah but also don't just shit on some dude that's just like working a food car on the side of the road in india because you don't know him and what he's doing
0: dude you don't um, know his struggles man
1: yeah dude he might he might you know gone and caught that pangolin with his bare hands <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah man I, I i
0: do i do worry just about like um Dude's just like kind of here. Hold on. My dog just walked into the office and just sat down and fell asleep. And I'm like, I, I, excuse me. Can I like close the door? Give me one sec. Word. Actually, hold on. I'm going to vamp for me. I'm going to get a, um, we're using the word vamp a lot
1: since Joe used yeah. it. Uh, I'm going to like get some water really
0: fast. So hold on. Okay,
1: cool. I didn't have any vamping in me. And so I went- <laughs> you just stopped it. Yeah. And then when I, I actually clicked stop instead of pause. So it just created a whole new like recording session. Um, uh-huh. But it's fine. It, it, that's really no big yeah, deal. Yeah, we're
0: all good. We're all good. Anyways, anyways, I do. I do just worry about like basically dudes just kind of getting long-housed a little bit of like mm-hmm. of like, dude, uh. like take really good care of yourself. Go out there, make yourself an interesting person, and then just like don't settle for a woman who isn't also an interesting person. Yeah. Or who is going to demand that you change for her. Mm -hmm. that again like there needs to be a middle ground between like a lady who's gonna like say the n word with you and like which you know if she does that's great right Mm -hmm. leaves with that in the first date i'm telling you brother that's a red flag right Right. there's a middle ground between uber based third reich trad wife and like woman who's never gonna talk to you again and try to get you fired from your job if you like tell her that you voted for trump
1: yeah yeah right? dude, just go find you a sweetheart don't find some maniac just find you way. a sweetheart
0: well and I'll, but i'll say but i'll say right it's not quite as simple because that it can be hard it can yes. be hard to find it them right be. it can be really hard look at the rates at which well here i'm gonna i'm gonna google it really fast uh rates of um prescription drugs among women uh, prescription drug use, uh was lower among males than females. uh blah, 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 blah. Hold on, I should have just had this ready.
1: Well, oh, wow, it's I high. This? I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I remember the studies. Yeah, I remember the studies, especially about like what liberal white women or whatever. That yes. was one specific headline I remember is like over fifty percent of them. Yeah, These people are sick, literally.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> be able to fucking find it, but um. It's insane. It is fucking insane. Um, and I mean what you gotta do is just keep the faith, you know, because it, it can be hard to meet even one girl sometimes, right? Yeah. Brothers can be going through quite a drought, and so it can be hard to to meet a lady who by all accounts is just kind of a normie, right? Mm-hmm. And then just be like, nah, you know, but like, dude, I worked at a place not that long ago that was all women. And it was just it was just me surrounded by just like SSRI stare every yeah, day. I've done
1: that before; it's a nightmare.
0: And it was funny because there was one fucking girl who who wasn't on any stuff, mm-hmm. and she was like really fucking down to earth and cool and wholesome. Yeah. But she was just crushed by just the social click around her.
1: Right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, you see that for sure. It's kind of a black pill working in like a female environment for sure.
0: It's a super big
1: black pill, um, and so.
0: I don't know that that is just that is just the one thing that I will that I will warn fellas about is just like, dude, like, because we all know, we all know guys where it's just like, man, like being with this woman is like one of the worst decisions you've made in your fucking life. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, yeah, I mean, you just you just don't want to do that. And And I do think a lot of the time, like, you know. It's kind of like what I was saying about, like, when you're going out and you're trying to meet somebody and broaden your horizons and all you're thinking about for a while is just like, I'd like a GF now. Like, please give me a big titty goth GF now. Um, and and then, you know, suddenly when you stop thinking that is when you find one, mm-hmm. like you got to you got to. Just work on yourself and be okay with yourself. Yeah, right. And that's one of the best things you can do, right? Because mm-hmm. this whole thing of just being like people have to be with somebody. Yeah, right. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Now, having said that, I think that you should be with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you it's should, should aspire
1: to and want yeah, to be if, with someone.
0: Yeah, no, and I and I think like I think people should start fucking families. I like mm-hmm. this is important stuff to do, right? But like, don't don't get so fused to that idea. That you like end up being with some fucking longhouse monster who's gonna right. like mean who's gonna like need you to change who you are and it's gonna like trans your children.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people derive their value based on like the relationships that they're in or like you know, which I, I guess is you know, to some extent, it's true, right? Because it's like what what you're doing with your life. But I think that like there's there's a kind of a mental pathology there where people just kind of like need to be in a relationship i see you see it a lot with women um i feel like more so than men even though men definitely struggle with it a lot too but just women that are kind of just like you get out of a relationship and it's a mess and then you're immediately into another one and then guess what that one's a mess too because you haven't figured out what the issue is that's actually driving these in the first place and you had no moment no time to reflect on the previous relationship before you jump into this new one and so it's just kind of like one continuous like you know onslaught of uh, unhealthy like, experiences rather than like learning and like actually contextualizing and integrating each experience and moving forward yep um i think that the that one thing that about dating apps that i don't really like is what you were talking about with like the when you stop looking for for something it's usually like when something that's more healthy in that comes in your life and i think that like when you're starting, when you're going on a dating app, you're like meeting someone for the very first time with the explicit intention of like, this is going to be a relationship. So like when you're meeting each other, you're meeting each other on this already like very interesting, like kind of grounds where you're kind of being performative already off the jump. So you don't really get a chance to like meet them as they are um, as well in that scenario. Whereas like if you meet someone just like, through regular social interaction and then you decide, oh, maybe I'd like to get as part or whatever. That's a more organic way of actually getting to like, oh, this is someone I'd like to spend time with. Instead of like, you know, you're online, you're like, oh, this looks like someone I would want to be in a relationship with. You talk for a second just as an aim of trying to do that. And then that's like all the experience together that you have. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, it's actually funny because we just set one of my friends up with a, on a blind date mm-hmm. that, like, that didn't really take.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so it's just, it's, it's a little bit funny here and that I, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I, mean, um... I think
1: you need to do both, right? Like you need to do that in order to have the, exp- you need to go out and actively seek that and like be open to seeing up with blind dates because it may go great. And like, you know, you could be the exception or whatever. Or it may just not work that way for you. But what I've found is like, I I have more healthy relationships typically when they're ones that have started not under the, like when you meet someone for the first time, not just under the guise of like, we're going to be in a relationship, like not a blind date, not a dating app, but like we met organically in a social setting or we were friends or we whatever, worked together or whatever, and then it transitioned into that. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that like the dating app thing kind of takes away from that and it takes away like, you know, the whole story of the meet cute. It's like, well, how'd you meet? Oh, well we were just swiping. You know I mean? It's, it's not as romantic. I don't, I don't think. I mean, it's just, um, it's just like, it's
0: like, I just, what are you going to fucking tell your kids? Like, well, she had three bullet points about her personality <laughs> in her hobby section that I really liked. And like, that 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 aligned really well with my <laughs> the over and under of my uh, personality profile and it's this is disgusting. Yeah, hundred percent. People are fucking sickos, dude. It's like Obviously, the way to do it is to meet cute normally, and then mm-hmm. afterwards look up your fucking astrological signs and see that you are <laughs> that you are you know meant to be together naturally. Yeah. Um, Text
1: your friend who does tarot readings and see if they can figure out what kind of astrology y'all got going on.
0: Exactly.
1: Um but um
0: but yeah, man. Um that's yeah. Dude, I feel like we gotta talk about um I feel like we gotta talk about um, Trump a little bit. Yeah, uh, we gotta
1: talk it- t- yeah it's a current event I mean event, I
0: mean I'm, I'm down to talk about this a little bit more if, if you if you got anything else but it is just funny because it's like it's like the biggest thing going on right now and I, I, mm-hmm. I, I had talked about like I want this episode to be called never surrender and have that
1: oh yeah, like, yeah yeah and that, have yeah. that
0: be like the cover but then people are gonna like listen to this and it's just gonna be <laughs> me talking about my fucking fiance for two hours <laughs> I think that's
1: fine oh it's completely
0: fine I just think it's I know I'm just hedging a bunch because I guess I'm being embarrassed I'm talking about myself, but no, it's all well,
1: good. I really only have one other thing kind of before we uh, can go on to like talking about Trump or whatever else.
0: Yeah, let's hear it, brother.
1: Um, well, because you were talking about, you know, you don't want to find someone that's like as based as you are in the exact same way or whatever. Um, and it kind of brought up some things that I've, you know, um, worked out and encountered in my own experience. It's like, you know, you not necessarily looking for someone that has the same interests as you. Like you, I think there's a stronger relationship is going to be built when like you have shared interests here and there, but like, you know, everyone has their own set of interests outside of that as well. And I think a lot of people kind of go out and be like, I want someone that's into the exact same shit as me. And it's like a carbon copy of me. And I think that sometimes that, that usually doesn't work out very well. So I was going to see kind of like where you stand with like importance of shared interest in a relationship, kind of what that looks like between you and your fiance and, and et cetera.
0: Um Sorry, I like spaced out for half a second there. What What is the just kind of like not being perfect carbon copies of each other?
1: Well, just yeah. How how important do you find uh, sh- shared interests are in relationships? Is that something that's a deal breaker? Do you need people oh, like... Sure. And how does um, that look like with you and your fiance?
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. We were like talking about this the other day, me and her. You know... Okay. I think that shared values are a lot more important than shared yes, interests. Um course i okay like okay like we've never we've never been like fishing together like once mm-hmm. right um that's a big thing right i'm huge big into fishing we've never been fishing together once now shame on me for that i want to i want to take her fishing but um you know she's she's you know really into sci-fi literature i'm not really that into sci-fi literature to be honest Mm um i mean we both like video games i guess i but the point i'm just making is that like there are like a lot more things that we could be um you know interested in 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 common um but you know we're just not necessarily
1: Mm -hmm. um i think that's fine that's actually maybe preferred
0: well no exactly and like it's kind of it's kind of nice right because it's like okay i got tabletop stuff i'm doing with my buddies at my bachelor party this weekend Mm -hmm. um well (coughs) well she doesn't like that stuff all that thank you she doesn't Mm -hmm. like all that stuff all that much right well it gives me like something every week to enjoy with just the boys you know Mm -hmm. without her it's nice to have separate spheres and separate spaces definitely um yeah, I think it mostly does just like come down to I think that compatible values are the big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um I think like if Yeah, I don't know. If you if you've got a chick who's a fucking degenerate or something and she wants to get you involved <laughs> in some really wacky gross shit, yeah, don't do it. Yeah, and well and I think it's also just like you've selected wrong, right? Yeah, Cuz you found course. somebody who doesn't have a very strong you get what i'm saying. So so yeah, i mean mm-hmm. i think i think i don't think people need to have a, like a ton in common. I think that people need to like have strong values that are compatible. And honestly that's where i do think that like you know, religion is is really helpful because it basically determines like most of that stuff, right? Like Yeah, it
1: can help filter stuff out. Like yeah, you were exactly. talking like, about you find out someone wants to have you do crazy weird shit or whatever you're like oh you selected wrong and that's just something that's fine it's a learning process you're like oh that's now i know that about myself it's like that's not what i should be looking for but like if you if you're already in a pool of people who have a select value system then that kind of already self-selects that for you
0: yeah exactly um and i think that like you know i think about i was talking about this the other day with her that like we know people who are kind of in a bit of a mess relationship-wise lately, and, you know, this just – these aren't the kind of problems that you run into if you're just the kind of person who's entering into a relationship being like, well, like, it's pretty simple. Like, I want to meet somebody to get married and start a family, right? That that takes off a bunch of shit off the table. Yeah. You just like simply don't need to worry about if you're up front page one about that stuff, that's just like that's just not shit. These are like like friends I know that are like getting cooked actively. Right. Right. And it's like, well, you know, that you know, and, and they don't know how to handle it right as opposed to just fucking leaving because Mm -hmm. if because if they did have the value system i'm talking about they would be like oh well this is just never going to be the mother of my children obviously (laughs) yeah right um and then like and then like the girl would probably be like well like this isn't really behavior that like you know is conducive to this path in life i'm choosing right right and so i honestly i really do think like kind of having like even just if you want to just boil it into like a pronatalist view of the future in relationships goes a really long way with this stuff. But yeah, I think shared values are the big thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or like, you know, if you want to just be like some annoying fucking hiking obsessed person, um, you know, don't date, you know, somebody who's a fucking epic gamer and then freak out when they're not uh, super right. hiking or something. Right. Or, yeah. or just, just anything. Right. I mean, like, you know, I don't,
1: yeah, anything. Mm hmm. I think everyone gets so much enjoyment out of things that they like, you know, it's natural to try to want to share that with the people that you love. And I think that's fine. And that's healthy, but I guess to the
0: the last point I was making, it's just kind of like, I guess there is a line, right? Mm -hmm, Right. And so it's just like, find like find, you know, I think the line is just like, if you're don't be with someone who like is constantly, Oh my dude. Oh my God. I just opened up Twitter randomly and like the first thing that pops up, this is wild, is um is the fucking adults who used antidepressants bar graph in the last thirty days, okay, just really fast. I need to I need to well to finish my last point. It's basically just like they don't need to have all the same um shit it interests as you, but like if it is stuff that like basically kind of forms how you're living your life most of the time, yeah. Then you know there there can be deal breakers. Okay, okay, all right. Adults who have used antidepressants in the past 30 days, um, a non-Hispanic Asian, less than 5%. Um, oh, yeah. Hispanic, um, uh, about 8%. Um, Non-Hispanic black, 10%. Uh, white, uh, almost 25%. <sighs> to be fair, all of those numbers are insanely high.
1: Yeah, all of, those still, numbers,
0: all of those numbers are insanely. Asians
1: high. are pretty low. You less than five? That's oh, pretty for, good. Well, and
0: that's and <laughs> Asians. Asians are the lowest across the board too. For men, white eleven percent, non-Hispanic Asian uh, like three mm-hmm. percent, non-Hispanic Black five percent, mm-hmm. and uh, Hispanic about four percent. So I mean, women are over twice,
1: twice as you know wow yes it also goes to show that immigrants and minorities are based yeah <laughs> they're yeah. based it's something that immigrant populations always like that's the one foil right to like the the liberal worldview fundamentally especially within like the voting demographics it's like well immigrants they're actually have pretty traditional values and like a lot of times like they're not gonna just like Buy into this new bullshit like therapy culture and all this stuff, they're going to be pretty, you know, wary of that and pretty sticking to their own stuff.
0: Dude, 20, 20 um, of any age group, 21% of women are on psychiatric drugs versus 11% of
1: men. Yeah, dude, we got to get those numbers down all the way around the board, anyways that yeah. shit's so sick well, and, the
0: cra- and the craziest thing is that it's like it's like a woke issue you're not supposed to right like even it's like it's like it's like unethical to cri- to criticize the use of antidepressants mm-hmm.
1: yeah and people want to make it like it's almost unethical if you're not like participating actively in it like if you're not in therapy or if you're not like whatever it's like you're you're not doing all that you can or something crazy like that yeah you're like yeah i'm actually well adjusted and they're like yeah but uh you're not getting your balls beaten every single day by some bra with a clipboard. And you're like, uh, no, I actually, I think I'm good. Honestly, just, just don't, don't like if you're, if you're, if you're looking for somebody,
0: don't get involved with a chick. Don't get involved with a chick that is, um, Super, super into therapy. If you can Uh, help, dude. Of
1: course not. They're going to be trying to constantly pathologize you, constantly thinking they know what's going on in your brain, bro. I hate me a fucking psychology minor ass broad, dude. I swear to God.
0: Oh, well, I don't know if I've ever said this, but this is my this my my whole take is, um, um, psych majors are like are the blue state equivalent of horse girls.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's all it is. That's
0: it's horse girls that live in a city. Mm -hmm. they're fucking nuts they're insane they are insane but but not i'm not even talking about psych majors i'm just talking about like like don't get into a relationship where some chick is gonna like encourage you to go to therapy no and honestly just don't go to therapy literally just don't don't go to therapy no
1: um
0: because that's that's the other thing it's like women giving you advice on how to be attractive to women is the worst trap you can fucking fall into Mm -hmm. okay they don't know shit about that okay and that's part of what makes it so magical right yeah, yeah. because then they're surprised yeah. when something actually does please them because they have no
1: fucking idea mm-hmm. right don't take any fucking advice from women it's always going to be fucking horrible um well, it's the same thing with men it's like men think that they know like you know can tell women what's attractive in women or whatever and then you end up with like fucking drag queens and you're like dude nothing's attractive about that bro like what the fuck are you talking about that's a nightmare dude
0: i like to think that drag queens are just like the biggest misogynists of all because they're just yeah like, definitely dude it's just blackface yeah essentially black body dude speaking of speaking of speaking of blackface um so you know systemic oppression um having the legal system stacked against you <laughs> former president Orange of the united states <laughs> former president <laughs> of the united states of america donald trump we got the we got the mugshot ladies and gentlemen
1: and man, uh, bless his heart
0: dude honestly man this is this is going to be one of the wildest this is going be one of the best presidential campaigns ever
1: it's gonna be hard as fuck dude you should put a parental advisory on that make that photo black and white put a parental advisory square in the bottom corner and boom so, it's the hardest fucking cover of all time
0: dude someone came into my uh, into my replies and like posted a picture uh, of Trump with like his hair grown out and, like a mustache with like a death row records frame yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that
0: Um, yeah man I mean I don't know this is I've been talking about well really fast was there anything else you wanted to talk about uh, mm, no, I that. think that's all. Mm-mm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, everybody, fucking get married, have kids, find somebody who makes your life better. Um. And yeah, I, 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 I love my fiance. Um. Yeah, Trump, dude. Um, it's fucking hilarious, man. I love, I love this about face they've kind of done, and I guess it's like some have done it, not really all, but like. This whole thing of like, all right, like, what I want is I want his face plastered everywhere with this mug shot. That's going to be the optics. It's going to be every, excuse me, it's going to be everywhere. And then like, hard as fuck. After years, he comes back on Twitter and just posts yeah. the mug shot.
1: Hell yeah, dude!
0: The first person to post it, the first post, and yeah, that is so. That goes so fucking hard.
1: Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I love it. I love it. And now, and then I don't know if you saw this, but the Atlantic now, in response to that, puts out an article. He wants you to look at him. Don't do
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> of course he wants you to look at him. He's running for fucking president. Dude, this
0: shits. is this is this is mom and dad fighting.
1: Yeah. You know, I to, you know what I
0: mean? The, the the Lion Liberal mainstream media is is so effeminate. And then Trump's just like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Never surrender. Never surrender. Pre- uh, 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 election interference. Never surrender, dude.
1: The photo he posted on Twitter—that just—it uh, looks like he just like went on Paint or like Word, pasted the image I in know. there, and then it's just it's typed bo- white background, dude. It's boomer core, dude. <laughs> it's everything. That's the shit. It's yeah. That's everything. It's schizophrenic. It's dope. It's uh just putting your nuts on the table about it. It's like it. a Viper album cover. Dude, I literally was gonna say it's giving Viper energy. Viper is the shit, dude. Y'all Yule cowards don't even smoke crack. <laughs> dude, Yule <old> cowards <laughs> don't even run for fucking president. <laughs> you Yule cowards don't even do like fighting the election interference and never surrendering.
0: Which by the way, by the way, like they're like getting him on like I'm, like, not, ter- like, filing documents soon enough or some bullshit yeah, dude, like that. Whatever. it's like, it's all, It's all about, like, like he, like, he took classified documents, a thing that literally everyone fucking does. It, mm-hmm. Like, Biden got busted for that not that long ago, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and, and then it's the, and then it's the which, I'm sorry, I'm, like, sure you've heard the audio, but the whole, like, calling the Georgia election official and being like, I know that there's more votes, I need you to find those votes for me. Find them for me. That's, like, That's just like how people talk. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's like literally forcing someone to like pull votes out of thin air. It's him being like, okay, the issue with this is that you need to, and this is, I mean, I don't know if it's going to hold up in court or not because obviously this is a fucking stitch job. The idea that anyone would think this isn't a stitch job is insane to me.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: But like, whether or not that statement constitutes actual corruption and election interference depends on whether you believe he he actually believed there was interference or not right
2: because mm-hmm.
0: if he knows that there was no interference then him saying find them for me is him you get what i'm saying right yeah. but if he actually believed it right then it you you get what i'm saying you get mm-hmm. what i'm
1: saying uh, yeah i mean, how are you gonna fucking win the case like this it's like that's like Like, if that's what it's about, then that's, like, completely circumstantial shit, and just based on interpreting that quote.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't fucking... It's just a fucking joke, dude. I mean, it took them three fucking years, and now... (laughs) That's what they came up with. (laughs) Well, it took them... Well, to be honest, it took them, like, seven fucking
1: years, because they had all of his fucking but they tried to impeach him dude it didn't work they tried to do the russia collision it was bullshit like i mean what how many more times bro he the dude is well they did impeach him they did impeach him twice it just didn't do anything yeah it just doesn't matter because
0: it's fucking weak dick dude limp dick well so here's the thing right it takes them three years after for them to do it and now they bring him to court okay and his fucking court date is the day after super tuesday
1: perfect timing Fuck what a coincidence.
0: You. Fuck you. <laughs> and honestly, like, yes, that's fucking election
1: interference. That's 100%. That's literally
0: fucking election interference. That's what
1: he's talking about, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what the fuck is wrong? with I, You know, so... Dude, they made know. an
1: article where they said that they did it. Like they were like, "Yeah, we did election interference. It happened. We yeah. manipulated." Well, they fortified the election. election. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they fortified it. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a secret cabal of people saving the election. Well, and I just want to say,
0: by the way, for for anybody, anybody on, I'm going to pull like a Jimmy door here um, for our for our YouTube here. um. And just in case anyone's wondering, right, we're talking, we're playing characters right now, and we would (laughs) never suggest that anything uh, about the 2020 election wasn't completely above board. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, uh, it was probably one of the most secure elections we've ever had
1: best handled that I can remember for sure. Yeah,
0: don't get us started on how on how well handled and secure the 2020 election is. The only thing that's probably more secure and effective is the COVID vaccines.
1: Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. lots of people are saying that they're the greatest of all time, the vaccines. And lots of people are saying it was the best election ever. Um, yeah. We got a lot of really smart people working on the votes. The and best a in the field. Yeah, the best, <laughs> best and the brightest. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it, it really was the right um, outcome, you know, fundamentally, but- yeah, they mean, did people, have to do a lot of finagling.
0: Yeah, I mean, mo- more people voted for Joe Biden than any other candidate in American history.
1: Yeah, that's just the power of his message, bro. Yeah, absolutely. it speaks, he you resonates know. with people. Yeah, you know,
0: his message. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, man, I mean, it's fucking, it fucking rules here. I'm looking at my at my notes here. Well,
1: um, I-, I like a couple things. That, like, number one, I've seen people like talking shit about how he looks uncanny and looks crazy or whatever in his mugshot. I think he looks great. I think it's a great photo. I authentically
0: think it's a great
1: photograph. He's got the hunter eyes going—not Hunter Biden, but the hunter, you know, the hunter glare. Yeah, you know, and he's got uh, a—he does have one of his head, like his head, kind of one side of it angled a little bit more slightly forward. It's kind of like um, stern or inquisitive in a way. I kind of like that, but also it's like no one's gonna look um he's looking looks maybe the best of any mugshot I've seen because I've had a couple of mugshots and I didn't look great in them and I don't think you're 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 at your best typically in that scenario um so I think he came out pretty good on it I think that he, I think it's a good look for him like I think it's obviously a pin-up a stitch-up it's bullshit like it's obviously election um fortification it's obviously something that It's just nothing like that's how I felt about the previous arrest, too. And I don't even I just think it's so fucking lame and see through, man. I think everyone can see through it. The libs still love it, though. I mean, I I think that's probably what they're doing it for, just to, like, give their base a bone and try to re-energize them, I guess, and remind them, like, what the evil is that we have to stop at the next election.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I. I mean, they're just out of fucking control now. I mean, like, it's... it's, it's Like, a seal has been broken in the mind of normies. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I, I just... I don't really know that there's, like, a way back from this. Like, I think... I think they just... And I'm not gonna make the annoying argument that a lot of people make that it's just like, I want Trump to just be gone so that we can... No, because, like, people can just be routed in this direction with a new person if the machine yeah. does that. But, like, at a certain point, yeah, like it is just like Trump does kind of just like need to disappear for a while, you know, for them mm-hmm. to just at least come down a little bit. But fuck, man, like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's insane, right? It's just, I mean, the idea that like in the past you would get fired from your job for voting for Mitt Romney or Barack Obama is just like it would just be inconceivable. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And people are fucking crazy about it. People are authentically crazy about it. And they also just believe weird shit about him. You know, yeah. that's the thing, is like it's like you and me don't even really fucking like him that much.
1: No. Right? I we mean don't he's even a really... reprehensible piece of shit ultimately, but I think that like as far as politically he's kinda our guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, one hundred percent. No, and that's kind of part of the that's kind of part of the point. You're right. Right? And and to be fair, and to be fair, like he is like the he is the dissent candidate, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: and and, and as sad well, as that dude, is, I was going to say, um, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but I've been warming up more to RFK. I have been warming up more to him.
0: Okay. Um, what do he do?
1: Well, nothing. I mean, he went on a, a Tucker, he did a Tucker X interview recently. He done a, a few, mm-hmm. and he just came off. I mean, I think he came off pretty good. Um, yeah. I think that fundamentally, he and like he worked for him. Yeah, I think he's got a dissent thing going on his own as well. Like, I don't think it's the same. I think it's like voting for Trump's more of a fuck you to the system and like the status quo of what's going on in general in a major way. Whereas, dude, Trump's
0: like, on the revenge tour though. dude. Yeah. like, like
1: that's that's the thing is it's like
0: fucking Lenin talking about like I didn't need to know how to operate the machine. I I, I, when I once I learned that I just needed to smash it. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, like that, that's never that's not Trump. That's never really fully been Trump to that extent. But like it's the closest thing to that we have. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, again, like the fact that he now has a personal fucking vendetta against the deep state. Yeah. Is now, I guess RFK does too.
1: Yeah. I think his is just a different, like the way he contextualizes the deep state is different. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's that different, but, but yeah. Um,
1: he just doesn't talk about him in the same kind of phrases and he doesn't tie into the same cultural themes that Trump does. I think that's a big part of it. Um, He talks about him more so as in like the agencies and like less so like, I don't know. He was talking about elites and shit like that, though, on the Tucker interview. Um, So, yeah, I don't know, whatever. But anyhow, yeah, Trump is more of a dissent candidate in that way. I think that for me personally, I'm probably going to vote RFK in the primaries. I've decided I think I've decided on it um
0: hell i'll vote then, for him i don't know i'll vote probably vote
1: trump name. in the general if if, he, if he's around
0: let's fucking go dude I, I don't even think that um i don't even think that my my state has um a uh, a republican primary
1: really yeah so i i think like there's uh, not people doing it or like well not all states have or...
0: have primaries for both parties right interesting and, yeah, so I'm pretty sure Washington doesn't have like a primary, or, or they certainly don't have a caucus. How does or, it work? I think they just, I think you just get whatever you get. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think, I could be wrong, but I don't think that the, the like
1: the Washington state GOP is like very powerful. I mean, yeah, know? I wouldn't assume so. I mean, but that's don't have why have like, a decent red population outside of the cities, though.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's just all Seattle. That's just yeah, what the politics of this sure. state is. Um, I mean, you know, Tiffany Smiley uh, was ran against Patty Murray for, for um I believe it was Congress. I did um, not vote for someone
1: the last name Smiley, bro. That's just unsettling.
0: Yeah, it was a little creepy, but <laughs> um but um you know she raised a lot of money and she she got a lot of support. Um but I don't know, man. I mean it still ended up not being anything. Yeah.
1: Dude, well, I'm glad to see Trump back on Twitter. I think that's one po- for sure one positive that's came out of this. And I didn't even know that it was happening. I I like how he handled it. Like he might have had access back to Twitter for a while now. He did. I think he, had, he did.
0: He's had access for like a year and a half at least. Yeah,
1: and he's just been playing it cool, you know, hanging out on truth, you know, sharpening his sword, so to speak. And then he just pops onto the scene and throws down a banger. Um I'm yeah, excited I mean, to not, see how that not, progresses. He's not
0: even really saying shit, right? He's just <laughs> mm-hmm. like He's just, I mean, I'm like looking at his page right now. <laughs> Donald, at real Donald Trump, hasn't <laughs> liked any posts.
1: Hell yeah. I like that energy too. He's like, I'm not engaging with the website. I'm coming on. I'm spouting some shit out and I'm he's, getting out of here.
0: He's following 51 people and he has 87 million followers.
1: Whoa. And yeah,
0: it's just, just the mugshot. Mugshot, August 24, 2023. Election interference. Never surrender. Donaldjtrump.com. Yeah. Fucking unbel- death row records. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Unbelievable.
1: I hope it works. I hope it's positive for them. Um I hope they don't try to keep them out of the fucking election in a serious way. I hope that it just falls apart because yeah, it's obviously bullshit. It's a charade. Um, and if they do, like, really keep him out of the election, either by putting them in jail or whatever, it's going to be, like, that's pretty bleak. Like, that's pretty... I mean, uh, democracy or whatever is bullshit in the first place. It's a sham. It's a spectacle. But like, that's a new step in a different direction than we've had in years and years and years and years of being a country. Just being like, oh, yeah, we're going to put this guy in jail, actually, and just not let him run, even though he was president and we actually don't even have anything on him. Um, So if they do find a way to do that, that's cause for concern, I I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I. You know, honestly, like I feel the, I feel the, um, the energy kind of shift a little bit and I don't think that they're going to, um, be able to keep him out of the campaign personally. Mm -hmm. I, I I just don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is.
1: I don't see how you could in a a way and still maintain any semblance of legitimacy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I think, um. I think, like, um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, honestly, at that point, I just think he would be assassinated.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so. Well, know. did you see him on Tucker? Because, OK, so that was that's another thing, right? There was the GOP debate and it was what the day before Trump's arrest um, or maybe the day of either way, there's a GOP debate. Trump was not present, just like with the Blaze um, conference previously. And instead he opted into doing a Tucker interview on X. And it's my first, when I, when I watched that interview is my first time watching any of Tucker's new, new thing, like his Twitter show. Have you, have you seen any of those at all? Or have you encountered it? Yeah.
0: I think it's really sad that it needs to be called Tucker on X now.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's pretty fucked. Like the X branding is so prominent in it. And then it's, the lighting and the settings a little uncanny for me about where he does i hate how how he's like
0: i hate how he's in like the beverly hillbillies cabin yeah with like with like an led display of like a crick in the background Mm -hmm. yeah i I don't care for it what the flannel
1: energy dude like i don't know i hate it yeah it's weird and then he i don't like seeing this is maybe a weird thing for me but i just don't really love seeing like People's legs, like on interview, like (laughs) this this is like the it's always sunny
0: in Philadelphia, like (laughs) things you don't like, people's knees, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cover those things up. It kind of is like that. They'll put like a desk in front of you or something, they're sitting at a table, or like they're just kind of like sitting in these like kind of low-seating chairs where Tucker's kind of like perched in it weirdly. And I don't know, it's just a weird format and setting for like a legitimate interview to me. It's just a it's like they trying to do like a fireside chat kind of vibe or something. And it's just, I don't know, it's a little weird. But that being said, the interview that Trump did with him, was like 40 minutes roughly, just one-on-one, which is I think the best. I like that as a method of getting to know like uh, a candidate or whoever, because you're getting just a, a big dose of them, like that town hall kind of situation thing. Um, and I think it's good because that allows Trump to like get into something that where he's not as confrontational. Like for me, I like when he's in a debate and he's like, "These people are sick." You know, everyone in the crowd is bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm sorry. Really,
0: really, fast. I'm sorry. I just like I was like I was flipping over to close Twitter really fast <laughs> because I'm li- I am listening to you and I just I have to read it on air because it was so funny. This headline: Man jailed for raping masked intruder in home. What? <laughs> a melbourne man who overpowered and raped an intruder will spend at least four years in
1: prison dude holy fuck that's the ultimate like fuck you dominance thing it's like i'm just gonna rape you you came in my house yeah you're you're on my turf now boy (laughs) holy shit that's crazy it is fucking crazy imagine being a robber and you're breaking into someone's house and then next thing you know 30 seconds later you're getting raped it's turn of events there so dude dude, dude,
0: classic classic turning of the tables
1: yeah um you ever seen that one movie it's like people breaking into a home and it turns out the home is like rigged up with like all these like um
0: oh yeah home alone (laughs) yeah that's not what i was talking about (laughs) dude And McAllister just rapes Joe Pesci. Holy
1: shit, that would be hilarious. I mean, that would be obscene and not okay for television or anyone to watch, but that's funny. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that Trump in this kind of long-form interview setting is like a more digestible and humanizing way to see him. Um, and it's like, there's less for you to bitch about in that. Like, if you're someone who's like, well, he's not – the decorum isn't right, and he he doesn't talk to people right or whatever – well, he's being pretty cordial on this Tucker interview. And so I think that that's a positive for him. I think overall he comes off really good on the Tucker interview. He's like sharp. Like he's like he's pretty quick-witted. Um, it's definitely in comparison to the other people that are, you know, in, in the ring. And so I think it was a pretty good thing. Did you see any of the interview?
0: I didn't. I know that I had talked about wanting to watch it before this. Like I didn't get to it. I, I will just say I'm a little bit disappointed because like it's his race to lose, so he probably yeah. didn't really have much of a reason to do the debate, the right? Debates, yeah, especially because it is it's so us, uh, us and them kind of thing yeah. that it's like what the fuck like nobody nobody who's gonna who like supports Trump is gonna be like oh well I don't know Nikki Haley you know yeah. I gotta say dude I fucking I. Fucking hate Nikki Haley for some reason, man. She's
1: the worst.
0: She is the worst, dude. And I don't even. Well, anyways, don't get me started. But point is, is like I'm still a little disappointed though because the whole thing is, like you love seeing him just go off the leash and just thrash these people, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's like a pit bull getting its hands, getting its jaws around like a little chihuahua, right? He's just gonna grab Chris Christie and just thrash, right? (laughs) I want to see that. I want to see see, that
1: right i i do too but i think that it's like it gives less fire to the media hate machine if he doesn't which i think is like given his current situation with like the uh the, the court case and everything it's like maybe a positive i think um i think it makes him slightly more digestible to just like every normal people and then you see him on there acting like a normal person being interviewed and you're like oh we're about to just put this dude in jail for no reason like yeah that's not right um, I think that that's a positive. Although I, yeah, I like like I like I want a little blood in the water. You know what I mean? I want to see him rip Chris Christie apart, that fucking schlub. Um, yeah, I'd like to see something like that. Schlub, I think more it, like more like fucking flub. Yeah, her, dude. <laughs> yeah, because he's fat as hell. Yeah, he's morbidly mm-hmm. obese. Yeah, the dude is not healthy.
0: Do you remember that time Nancy Pelosi said that Trump was morbidly
1: obese? Dude, that woman doesn't know what's going on. She's got a whole fucking
0: she freezer was gonna watch she-
1: Ginny's ice cream bro. <laughs> dude, she's
0: she she was cooking with that one a little bit though dude she was uh she, <laughs> yeah. she was getting a little uppity i mean you know she's a little
1: feisty little bitch dude. <laughs> <I don't- laughs>
0: dude she's a fighter you know <laughs> dude we went over to my friends to to my friend's place for dinner the other day or not the other It was just like a fucking year ago i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about anymore and his wife was like his wife was like did you hear about how like about how, like, Nancy Pelosi on January 6th was like, let me at him. I'm a oh, street yes. fighter. I'll fight. And it's like, and, like, she I was, like, it. saying this to us. And, like, me and my fiance, like, didn't know how to react because it was like, oh, are like, are we going to, like, laugh at this now? Like, and she, like, actually just thought she was saying that Nancy Pelosi's badass. Um, And I think my fiance was saying something of just like she, she was like fired up from Adrenochrome or something. Uh, and then me and her shit, yes. and they didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. Yes, but like, based. but like, but it's just it's like it was what it was like I was in a fucking black hole where I was just like, oh, my <laughs> God, like, I didn't know people talked like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, um, dude, Nancy Pelosi and fucking RGB's ghost is gonna come out here and like, you know, really handle some business in January sixth. There's gonna be a lot more blood in that fucking in conference, that, congress, in that congress fucking room. Cockpit,
0: dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Nancy Pelosi and Ruth Bader Ginsburg in a bare knuckle boxing match against Ooh. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Holy fuck. He would have beat the fuck out of
1: him. <laughs> I would love to see it. I'm not an advocate for violence against women, but those two broads could use a beating. That's a fact. I, mean, I don't know about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Dude. That woman's in, you know, she's in. You know, I'm actually,
0: resistance. yeah, I'm actually, I, I'm actually sad to hear that. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're actually, you're telling me this
1: for the first time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I think we're so back um
1: mm-hmm. i hope so man
0: I- i'm feeling i'm feeling good about it i think the mugshot's
1: cool um are they gonna well, live stream his trial i mean probably, probably like like not that would
0: be that would go so fucking hard
1: um, yeah we well, i feel like they got to fucking live stream amber heard and johnny depp's fucking dev- like i mean they yeah they like uh kyle rittenhouse yeah so hopefully they do because then it's going to be just obvious like how just it just it's bullshit dude who gives a fuck about some
0: papers well this is the thing what? libs just are just don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> like they don't i don't libs think that he's hitler yeah and i don't so i don't know i mean it's just i think well, i heard someone make this point the other day that was just like dude if 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 yeah, someone like quote tweeted that rolling stone had a post that was like fuck around find out and it God, was like a picture. i hate
1: that phrase more than I, anything dude i know
0: whenever anybody says that like my opinion of them just loses three I points but... i'm like oh uh-uh, uh-uh, flashbacks well it's just up. it's well no because 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 i just i get flashbacks of like the floyd riots of just like yeah. a video a video of like an of like a of like a korean of like a like a Southeast Asian store owner just being beaten to death by people. And then just like obese blue hairs being like, Oh fuck around and find out. And it's just like, dude, like, you're going to hell yeah you're gonna yeah. go to hell
1: when you die i immediately think of like chop trap house and that kind of ilk of people and i mean and that's, that's just like what repulsed. i
0: described basically. Yeah, yeah it's like
1: horrible <laughs> that whole fucking god man the fuck around find out bernie kind of movement that was happening right then which even just, when i
0: was a bernie tart i didn't even i hate hated it, it yeah dude be normal i'm bro. sorry i'm sorry dude it, it, it be normal
2: bro honestly
0: <laughs> run the jewels is fucking cringe they've always been cringe i like <laughs> yeah, i don't dude. like killer mike i think he's fucking gay. gay. yeah <laughs> like it's just annoying dude uh run the jewels is, is basically just like um is just like chapo cell macklemore
1: yeah i was gonna say it's like rob Deck and big black but for losers <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is dude it is it is, except with less cringe animals. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Dude, the fucking mini horse they used to have. Dude, what crazy. didn't like
0: didn't like Rob Deer deck like completely financially screw Big Black?
1: Oh, probably, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did that make was like, sense?
1: That was like an insanely big show. It was made dude, it was crazy. Think about that show put in today's context. Like if, if that just came out today, there's like a giant black dude named Big Black, and this little white dude named Rob who's just like financially like extorting this guy and he's just like, you're, <laughs> he's, my, you're, you're my he's, bitch but like, you're a big guy
0: it's just a show about about motown musicians and jewish producers
1: <laughs> basically yeah
0: <laughs> man um, this this country this this here country was built by them um anyways uh i think that's basically all i got man
1: yeah, is Rob Deerdeck Jewish? Let's check the early life on him. <laughs> he probably isn't, right? He's, <laughs> he's probably... I'm actually gonna look it up. I'm looking it up, too. You type tie it faster than me, probably, though. Yeah, I got that fucking... PMC fingers, dude. PMC fingers. Uh, uh, early life. Kettering, Ohio. Apparently not Jewish. I mean, there's nothing in there. I'm not convinced. Well, yeah, I know, but... Oh. <laughs> well okay
0: is deer deck is is Deerdeck
1: a jewish name <laughs> i assume so but like i don't have anything i'm basing it off of <laughs> it sounds maybe more like i don't know oh Eastern my gosh block. this is really funny what is it <laughs> first it's thing sliding. that comes
0: up first thing that comes up uh his dad <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry this is just funny we're doing this <laughs> this, this maybe this is bullshit because i'm not finding it on the page but it was on the little like google um preview her mm-hmm. nationality is american and of mixed descent uh oh wait her father her father oh. well maybe her father was of like polish
1: jewish descent oh okay her, the, the the patty yeah yeah but that's not the last name anyways he might not be jewish <laughs> hold
0: on this is important no I'm just, i don't know i don't know I don't well know. who cares man well i mean some people care i mean a lot is of people rob Deerdeck jewish on answers.com
1: <laughs> i'm sure we got some people that can do some you know family tree searches some of our listeners probably got some sort of genealogical database they can look in for Dude, us it's so. even
0: worse it's even worse Rob Dyrdek's religion, he became an ordained minister in the Universal Life Church.
1: Re- whoa, whoa, whoa. Recently? In
0: 2011. Holy fuck. <laughs> the Universal, <laughs> the Life Universal Life Church Life is a, Church? a non-denominational religious oh, organization no. founded in 1962 by Kirby J. Hensley under the doctrine do that which is right the universal life church advocates for religious freedom offering legal ordination to become a minister free of charge to anyone who
1: wishes to join
0: no no no
1: type of training or anything that's so fucking protestant
0: i know this is protestant (laughs) this is just for (laughs) protestantism
1: here's the thing like those things are horrible like any of that like uh non-denominational church or whatever it's crazy i like I like the concept because the concept is like you're trying to be like, you know, big tent church. Everyone's welcome in here. It's like and I think that's kind of like like the universal church, like Catholic church is like the universal church fundamentally in the Christian religion. It's meant to kind of, you know, you'd be able to contain all of all of what is like a Christian faith. And I think the kind of idea here is like kind of it's like, you know a misplaced acting out of that concept of just like, yeah, we're trying to like be for everybody that's in this, but instead you are just having nothing. Like you're not actually offering anything. You have no structure. You have no, you're not giving anything valuable really with the, with the religion or with what you're doing. And so anyways, it just becomes some secularized bullshit where you walk in and you just see like, yeah, a bunch of pride flags or like whatever in there. And you're like, wait, what, where's the church? (laughs) What's going on in here? Dude, that like, religion without any fucking
0: structure or like, or like definable characteristics is the type of shit that, you know, leads people to just like become s- serial divorcees and shit like that. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, shit, man, I think we got a lot. We got like an hour, tw- no, two hours and 20 minutes so far. So we can probably call it here. I need to wrap up and eat some dinner. Anyhow. Yeah, bro. I mean, we got,
0: this is like over two hours word
1: all right man well everyone thank you for listening uh we will see you next week or I we'll see you in the Patreon.
0: didn't you just say like we have like two hours 20 minutes or something and then yeah. i responded like yeah this is over two hours <laughs> yeah that's like, how you two... know we're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know we're done dude yeah fuck, dude so right. dude so dude so we got um we got a blue supermoon tonight Oh no shit once in a blue moon huh once in a blue moon once in in 10 years actually really and so uh, me and the me and the woman we got a, we got a little date night plans we're gonna oh, go get awesome. some we're gonna go get some pho. we're gonna go uh, watch the moon and then we're gonna come back here and work on some wedding stuff a little bit. Hell yeah, uh, man. But uh, I recommend you Well I can't recommend the listeners Because we're not even going to fucking release this today But you should go check out this fucking blue moon
1: dude Well the listeners should go back in time And make sure they check it out if they have the ability to do so
0: Well and also also, Yeah you'll be the glass half full uh, I'll be just the, the the bad cop FOMO if you didn't go out Then what the fuck are you doing with your life How are you going to find a wife if you're not going out to the blue super moons Okay gazing. Say yes to life Be Nietzschean you fucking piece of shit These people are
2: sick. This is obviously a very, very sick individual. These people are the sickest of them all. These people are sick. They are sick. And you better better get get used used to hearing hearing it. it. These people are sick.
1: (laughs) And that concludes this week's episode of These People Are Sick. Thank you for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, you could head over to our Patreon page, which is the home for bonus content, extra episodes, video content access to our discord and more that's patreon.com thesepeoplearesick these people are sick and we hope to see you over there